listeners, it's episode 42, part 2 of the Gone Oxlade podcast. You can kind of exhale when you say that. And we're back in the lair again. Tom's over there sitting, looking at us in a strange way. Mm, and dressing us with his eyes. Or a sexy way. No, strange. I was right the first time. Don't correct us. That's not sexy. Would you say um, the way I'm looking at you is quite inviting? No. <laughs> That's a shame, because I'm really trying my best to be inviting. I invite you all, listeners, to uh, the second part, as Ross says. I hope you enjoy it. Ross hopes you enjoy it, too. Yeah. Um, It's... What's the theme? What's the continuing theme? Distasteful jokes from you, is that it? Pretty much, yeah. But what's the the overarching or overarching theme? Like, adult themes in computer games... Specifically, sex. sexual mm. matters. Yeah. Oh, sexual matter. Oh, you don't mm. want any sexual matter. No. Is that the stuff that's left behind afterwards? Mm. <laughs> sexual matter. Yeah, we're gonna. What we're gonna do in this part, Ross? Girl, what we're gonna do in this part, Ross? Tell me. Shall I do that? This vice from yeah. now on. No, please. We're no. gonna uh, talk a bit about sexy games. We've got the Gonox player as well, which is. About sexy games. Yeah, I was there, but I blanked it out. So. And then, <laughs> did you just uh, lie back and think of gaming? Then we're going to close everything off with some talk about some sexy games. We've got a couple of messages as well oh, from cool. people about sexy games. So, hey, before we talk about sexy games, though, do you recall recently, Ross, when I crept into your house and... Invited you to, with my eyes, again, invitational eyes. Invitational eyes. You will realize. You went hyper, yeah. (laughs) I invited you, with my eyes, to watch, with your eyes, The Ward. I? Yeah, because Terry... Is that your spin on of events? What actually happened was I said, oh, Terry kindly give me a lend of or borrow of. The ward. Uh-huh. I said, "Do you want to come over and watch it?" You came over. And that's it. Well, that's your take. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's that's your take on it. That's that's fine if, if that's the way you want to recall the events occurring. Whatever yeah. makes you feel, whatever makes you suppress that that event as much as possible, probably for the best, actually. Well, I'm going to go and see a hypnotist and like ask them mm. to like find out me hidden memories. Would that stand up in court? No, probably not. Well, I'm in the clear. So, The Ward. John yeah. Carpenter movie that we touched upon mm-hmm. in <laughs> in November's episode. The John Carpenter special. Yeah. Should we just... How do you want to do this? How do you want to deal with this situation? Let's be sensitive. Shall we be sensitive? Aye. What, what John wanted you to be sensitive? There was a lot of that happening through the episode. There was. Well, we watched it. <laughs> Louise, me... My girlfriend watched it with me, uh-huh. and Louise was like, does Tom normally talk all the way through films? I was like, yeah. <laughs> Did you say that? <laughs> uh, well, it it deserved... I mean, I wouldn't if it was a, a film that we really wanted to see. Yeah, you made that decision, hadn't you? Like, yeah, straight oh, yeah. off. Absolutely. I was in show-off mode. So it's set in 1966. Music was caca, wasn't it? Yeah. It, why I, I, when you were saying John Carpenter movie why I like pulled a funny face or maybe he's even made a funny noise I can't remember I can't remember a lot of things <laughs> it's because it felt like the most like it didn't feel like a John Carpenter movie at all 
No. It it, it didn't it not? It didn't no. have any of his steady calm like no. um signature camera moves. The music wasn't synth based. Mm-hmm. It wasn't him doing the music. It felt like he was trying to make a, a horror movie of the time. He was trying to it, trying to follow the trend of horror movies at that time instead of actually what he used to do was uh Trailblaze. I would I would just be interested to find out how much he actually did direct of that movie. Yeah. Because it just didn't feel like him at all. And I know you're saying maybe he was trying to ape other people, but, you know, directors, well, good directors, people you like, have signature moves uh-huh. and they have things that tie movies in, in common. Mm-hmm. And there was none of that in that movie, I didn't think. No. I didn't think it was utter shit, but I didn't think it was really... That good. You see, I did think it was actually. Did you? <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> the there was a shower scene. There was a lot of unnecessary nudity and very attractive young women. Yes. In the film, so we should say it's set in a an insane asylum. They probably were called back then. Aye. Uh, you were following this lass who's been put in there who um, gets treated for whatever the hell she's going through. It starts she, off with like she's burned down her house, yeah, and uh, you find out more she's been what she's been through. Mm-hmm. There's a few twists that we won't spoil. No, I did. However, I will say that I however. did like the twist. However, <laughs> this is what happens. Yeah. However, I'm just going to steamroll over what you think. Yeah. No, I will say that I did enjoy the, the ending of it. I did enjoy the reveal. I, I thought that was was. I don't know if it was worth watching for that, but I'm glad that that's how it ended. In my opinion, I hate. You know when there's a twist and then they spend the te- the next remaining five or six minutes explaining the twist yeah, to you and how, right. like, in your mind you were like, no, because that bit didn't work and then they just they show you that bit and go, ah, well, it did work because yeah. that happened. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's for American audiences, isn't it, though? No offence, Americans, but you do, get... need, you do need that little extra bit of support, don't you, is usually towards the end of a film. That's why when you're, you're watching a programme, it's an American programme, it always recaps what's happened and, like, during... Last week's episode, and you have the recap. Mm-hmm. But they even do it after an advert break. Mm-hmm. They'll go, So, what you were in the first half, you saw this and it. It's like, I remember. I utilize my memories. I don't need to be told. I wonder, you know, and this might be, I don't know if this is racist. Mm-hmm. I hope it isn't. I hope but so I, too. I, I wonder, I'm, I'm looking more at the education of like a country, you know, right. like the, yeah. the, the, the I would I would be interested to find out what countries have the the highest IQ per capital like per population uh-huh. because a lot of people say stuff about that about America mm. but America are like a very success you know they're a, a they're a country that doesn't there's not much poverty mm-hmm. mm. you know they have a, a do they have a good educational sy- system I think it's so vast to have everything you could possibly imagine. Uh, that's why it gets a bit shady, doesn't it? Yeah, I think they do have huge issues with unemployment and poverty. and But they're also incredibly successful in other things. But I think it's mm-hmm. it's it's just it's just the same as our country, but with more guns. <laughs> <laughs> just the same. Right. In arguably better pornography. So in yeah. there was a shower scene and we decided that John Carpenter probably has a rotator cuff fetish. Because there was there was a lot of focusing in on that. There was, uh. and then you did an impression of John Carpenter. You went, and then you dropped the towels and shot girls, and we see a nice uh, rape uh, 
bosom. So tr- some I didn't do that last night, by the way. Louise. Some treatments for insanity. You've got pills, mm-hmm. electric shock, but also something interesting, a, a little factoid that, that the producer dropped during watching the film. The vibrator, did you know, Ross, was invented to treat hysteria. Yeah, I didn't fact check that uh-huh. because I've learned in the past that if you fact check things like that comes out of either of our mouths, mm. yeah. Well, you're going to be disappointed. If you type into Google vibrator hysteria or vibrator to treat hysteria, mm-hmm. you're going to get some information about the fact, but most of all, you're going to get some interesting porn. <laughs> okay. But yeah, apparently the doctors believed that a treatment for hysteria in uh, women was to uh, give them an orgasm. So there you go. Believe yeah. that or not, that's what I understood. Well, if that's the case, some good come out of that, I feel. Yeah. Good come. Mm. So, it, I believe this was the most unbelievable asylum ever. The, oh, the yeah, just could walk free around everywhere. Man-sized air vents for, like, yeah. easy escape. <laughs> right behind the toilet. And yeah. Like <laughs> Where do you want this air vent and what size do you want it? Can I have it so potentially dangerous criminal uh, inmates who are kept in here under lock and key, can I have it the size that they can go through it? Yeah. And can you walk through two abreast? Yeah, <laughs> not just crawl through it like Die Hard, but actually be able to walk through it. That mm-hmm. would be great. And also, can we keep the vent on with just one, one air uh, screw? Yeah, <laughs> just <laughs> that someone could use a coin to open, perhaps. Ah, penny, penny that this one of the characters kept on her tongue for some reason. Oh, the penny dropped. Awful. Nah, nice. So, yeah, um... it wouldn't have been a penny, by the way, Tom, because it was set in America. Yeah, pennies. Yeah, Pardon? pennies. <laughs> They have pennies, do they? They have pennies. All right. If you want to get in touch and correct that factoid, at Gonoxler, G-O-N-E-R-C-H-S-L-A-I-R, mm-hmm. or Gonoxler at yahoo.co.uk. That's it. The only two ways you can get in touch apart from Facebook. But yeah, um, I put a comment here, probably a bit offensive. If directed competently, it would have been great. That's what about <laughs> What about the special features that you decided to have a look at, Ross? Oh, they were... <laughs> Interesting. So it had a it had a black screen with the question they were about to ask. Yeah. John Carpenter. Yeah. And John Carpenter was fucking wasn't he smoking? He was. Sitting. And he just didn't look asked. I think at one point he was he had a coffin fit. <laughs> and like he, I think at one point he burped as well. He's like, but he was he had like his pajamas on. He wasn't wearing proper clothes, but he was just sitting like you say, just sucking on this tab. Uh, and he just seemed so offended by some of the questions as well, didn't there he? There was one question was, what's your favourite killer in the movie? Kill, and he yeah. was like, I don't... It's not he, what it's just, about. Yeah, it was just <laughs> ball of rage. And uh, it had the timing at the start of each... Like, the oh, screen. I told it you how like, long during that the question, it would yeah. tell you how long it was on for, it's like, like 30 seconds. <laughs> it's so weird. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. Check it out, I suppose, if you really want to. Terry can probably send you the, DV- the Blu-ray. <laughs> or we're touch. just going to lend it out yeah, now. We'll just send you that. I'm sure Terry wouldn't mind. No, uh, thank you, Terry, for, for lending with. Yeah, um, appreciate it. How would you say in John Carpenter's pantheon of movies, where would you put it? Oh, uh, Probably dead last, to be fair. Like Really? Yeah. Yeah, I would. Mm. And that's... Yeah, because it didn't have any of the 
like the retro charm that you could kind of get away with like like the synth music or something mm-hmm. even if it's a terrible film you can still get something from it like in the mouth of madness i really like the music and that and some of the performances i suppose were all right but i don't think it had any real redeeming features although having said that i did say the ending was all right but uh, but no ross but no <laughs> it wasn't enough it was uh I'm, I, I think up until watching the ward, the worst film he's made is in the mouth of madness. Uh-huh. That's my opinion. It's a valid opinion. After seeing the ward, would I say the ward was worse? Would you say the ward was worse? Possibly, because of the things you've just said about in the mouth of madness. It had a bit of a retro. I know it was the nineties kind of vibe to it, yeah. but the music was like. It was John. It felt that it had John Carpenter's stamp on it. Yep. So yeah. Well, there you go. And uh, that was his last movie. Actually, I've been alerted to another movie we've missed of his. Oh no! It's called Body Bags, and it's like a few horror s- shorts. Yeah. And he directed one of them. In fact, when we went to see him, Tom, he played one of the themes from Body Bags. I remember. But did, didn't he play like the, the Crypt Keeper yeah, like character? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, okay. Terry's probably got that as well. Yeah. yeah. When you when you exchange, just do it straight swap. Like Blockbuster. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> <Just do, laughs> what just what else are we going to learn from Terry then, yeah? Uh, whew. To get in touch, Terry, let me know what else you've got that you think we might enjoy. I mean, it must have cost a fortune coming from Zen as well. Oh, yeah. Aye. It was airmail, wasn't it? It part, had that part avion. It had that funny scent, didn't it, from Zen? Musk. The Gonarch's musk. The lactating... Oh, musk. Yeah, yeah, the lactating teat of uh-huh. Gonarch herself. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's the ward, listeners. Sorry about that. Yeah, my apologies. I will mention Terry says he he felt it reminded him a bit of the game Fear in places. Okay. Just um, the like I guess the setting and the the way there was like an apparition sort mm-hmm. of thing mm-hmm. in it. Yeah, that's right. I had completely forgot about that bit. That that was kind of them trying to, like I said before, you're trying to make a, a movie of that time, mm-hmm. which was like The Ring and or the remake of The Ring and. Um, Grudge, the grudge and stuff like that. And they try to have like a spooky. Do you remember the J horror boom of like? Yeah. Was it like was it the two thousands or the early nineties where like you it had two thousands? I think yeah, yeah, early two thousands. Sarah Michelle Gellar was in the grudge and stuff. And the remake, yeah, but the uh, Japanese like Dark Water and um, mm-hmm. like um, well Ring and Ringu. Yeah. But after a while, you get so because they're so slow paced. Yeah. They have to be to build tension. But after a while, you get sick. Yep. After a very short while. Well, if your attention spans, like... <laughs> I'm over what? here, by the way. Sorry, what? <laughs> Great. Okay, Ross, shall we expose the listeners to this month's Gone Arts player? Mm-hmm. Let's do it then. So we got together in Layer 2.0, didn't we? Yeah. In the sweat box that is Layer 2.0. We stripped down to our briefs. And then after, well, we'll not give too much information about what we got up to. We decided to play some games. Uh-huh. Uh So we quickly showered. We got into our usual positions. Then we had sidetracked again. Another shower, and we finally got to some games. What? Why is it? 
from an aside, why is it all the places we record are tiny? Yeah, I know. I know. Is it so that we'll have to be really close? Maybe yes. this whole podcast about that. That's exactly what it's about. Yeah, we always end up naked as the day we were born as well. <laughs> <laughs> so it... Oh, hey. Just to set the scene a little bit. as I, Well, I've just set the scene. Just to sort of whet the listeners' appetite to try and get them engaged and try to make them want to listen to this next hour long bit of the podcast uh-huh. the producer's puns make a welcome return uh, yeah. welcome in inverted commas so that's worth listening to isn't mm-hmm. it? just for that you particularly enjoyed them I noticed you there was a, there was a light in your eyes that I haven't seen for at least two episodes <laughs> <laughs> so let's have a listen to what unfolded unfolded that's sexy is it I don't no? know okay Man, get off. Leave us alone. We're trying to do a podcast, for goodness sake, you little tease. Sigh. <laughs> oh, the theme's got you going, hasn't it? <laughs> eh? mm. <laughs> what I'm scared about is that I actually picked this theme. Uh, well, I mean, you picked it, what, three or four years ago? Where you you said, okay, Tom, I'll do a game and podcast with you, if on one condition, that we can talk about sexy games at some point. Oh, wow, yeah. And I said, You remember sure, that, did you? As long as I can counterbalance that by talking about... Bible games and about <laughs> our good Lord uh, Jesus, yeah. Jesus, Jesus Christ. Speaking of uh, Jesus, Jesus Christ, is that his new name? Yeah. Uh, do you want some? Nah. Let's move on. <laughs> what we're doing here? What? What? What we're doing here? I don't know what you Where mean. Where are we? Oh, we're in layer 2.0, so it's my rules, and I don't want to hear any puns. There's, I'm going to put a sign up saying "No puns allowed." Yo, no puns. Uh, no. Buns. <laughs> no so, puns, please. I'm English. No sex, please. I'm English. That's some shitty, it? like, kiss me quick, smutty crap, isn't it? From the 70s. Do you remember when you used to go on holiday to the seaside towns and there would always be a deck of cards with like massive cocks and stuff on? <laughs> <laughs> no. So, I don't remember that. <laughs> oh dear. What about it's been a little while since we've had them? Some producers' puns? Hmm. I've 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 said no loads of times, okay. but like, well, tell you what, you tell us. The... <laughs> no, come on. No, I actually say... haven't said that. It's actually important that before I tell you what the producer's puns are, that he spent a long, long time writing a mm. long time. You need to tell us because it's, it's a Garnox player. Garnox player, yeah. Garnox player, yeah. Garnox player, yeah. Garnox player, yeah. Yeah, it's Garnox player. So we need to talk about the the games that we're going to play, and as Ross collects his thoughts, aka a piece of paper. With the games on, he's going to now tell us using his mouthpiece. Well, I can't read me on writing. What was the last game I picked? Sex. Sexy Miles? Se- uh, something like that. Sexy. What is it? Sextimus. Sex- it's that. Um... Sextimalese. Sextimalese. Uh, it must be that. Okay. 
we'll call find it out that. Sexy Malise. Uh, Sex Vixens, which is the one Tom's been wanting to play for ages. Oh, so. this, this one's for you, right, Ron Maggie. And Pull one out for you. Sex Olympics, <laughs> which is part of the same. Um, I think there's four games, isn't it? Brad Stallion or whatever. Brad Stallion series, yeah. We'll talk about that uh, possibly. Well, it's very soon, I would imagine. It's the first time I've ever was aware of them. Mm -hmm. Brad Stallion. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I thought Sex Olympics. What do you think Sex Olympics is going to be like? Well, I really hope it's going to be something like what the producer's written for his puns. Should I do the puns now? Yeah. Well, what the producer thought would be a good idea is if, because the game's called Sex Olympics, is if he... uh, if, or if he, um, yeah, thought about some... <laughs> You're too excited. I know, you? I'm really excited. Some... Calm down. <laughs> I can tell it's your first time. Some Olympic events that sound sexy? Or what would you change the name to to be more, a bit more sexy? Okay? So, right, yeah. let's go. I've right. got my expectations very low. That's fine. There's a few that don't need to be changed. <laughs> right. Pull vault. Okay, because yeah. it could also be sex positions as well, sexy positions, mm. right? So pole vault, uh, hammer, and javelin. Yeah, you could do the javelin. Oh, you twinged me back last night. Me and me and War Lass were doing the javelin. <laughs> and then you've got some more. Mm, let's. How do we say tenuous? Very rude. All oh, right. Well, you've got relay, as in to lay again. Oh, yeah, I gotta relay that girl, man. I, I laid her two weeks ago. Is that ago what John Carpenter was be saying? Yeah. <laughs> hey, you gotta relay her. <laughs> John Carpenter. Say yeah, John. Oh, God, that just brought it all back, the ward. Right, oh, we'll stick God. around for that. Or, I hope you enjoyed uh, hearing what we're talking oh, about. I'm, I'm, st- I'm not even sure yet. Stuck in the time-space <laughs> continuum. I don't understand it anymore. The producer's not sure when that's going to uh, feature. What about Triple Hump? I was confident to take a drink to all of these puns because puns I, uh, are not my thing. I quickly said that one because I saw you take a mouth. Right. You had, you had a mouthful. Ooh. 100-meter gash. Oh, God. Yeah. What does that mean? Explain what that means. Well, it's a 100-meter dash, isn't it? So Yeah, I know what you've done, but explain what a 100-meter gash would look it's like. Just the most popular girl in town. Doesn't make sense, but carry on. Uh, it's probably a Bukaki thing, I would imagine. Uh, what about cross-country running? <laughs> Think about it, cross-country running. Cross-country running. <laughs> what do you think about oh, that one? Country. Yeah, country. Um, <laughs> shit put. Oh, my God. <laughs> do you think that one sounds quite niche? It's like a fetish. Shit put. Shit put. Um, where would you... It's like, where would you put the shit? Um, archery instead of archery. Right. It's quite good, isn't it? Archery. archery. No, it's quite good. Dixus. <laughs> and <laughs> Dickathlon. Dickathlon. Yeah. And then one just for luck. Hmm. Uh, pan- Pancratian or Pancreation. I'm not sure if it's Pancreation or Pancratian. Now, it doesn't sound very sexy, but the description sounds just like the way it usually goes for me when I... Um, I want to, I want to be careful with the way I phrase this. Um, fuck. So this is the description for Pancratian or Pancreation. If they want to get in touch, at Gonarchslay at G A G O N E R C H S L A I R, and tell us if I'm pronouncing that correctly. This is the description: empty hand submission sport with scarcely any rules. The athletes used boxing and wrestling techniques. 
but also others such as kicking and holes, locks and chokes on the ground. So you can speak from experience, Ross. That's exactly how it usually goes for us, uh, for me. Oh dear, that that was quite a uh, quite a a marathon getting through that, wasn't it? You're scaring us. Yep. I'm locked in a room with this guy, dear listeners. Locked in an embrace. Oh, of course, you didn't write it, did you? No, 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 no. Shall we play a video game? Well, we're meant to be a retro gaming podcast. So <laughs> I'm meant to be. What's, so, what's first? Sex Olympics. Yes, please. Sex Olympics. Is that it? Yep. That's the music. Uh, that's music in its most lowest state. Brad Stallion. Dr. Dildo. It's got pictures of the people who are in it. Do you want to have a go at pronouncing that? Mamonga. Who's that cool dude? Priscilla. That's it. That's the music. Yeah. And this is the only game. Spoiler to all listeners. This is the only game that has music in it. Shit. Droxina. Lot of love. That's that's the only name that's been clever. Whole lot of love. And I use that loosely. Griselda. And many other stars. In the the sex. Olympics. 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 So what will we put on easier? Well, one of the options is hard. (laughs) And you know what that's suggesting? Mm, I'm just clicking easy. Erections. I'm trying to ignore you. Do you remember Paul Calf? Oh, the character that uh, what's his name? Um, Steve Coogan. Yeah, yeah, it looks like him. I never liked that character. I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> you know well, who I hated even more? Pauline Calf. Oh. so the game's That's loaded in. That's awful, isn't I, it? We're, we've got a single screen, right? Is there's a bed there? The horrible wallpaper, as Tom describes, two doors, a window with like um, sun? I, I assume it's the sun, or it could be a painting of the said thing. It's like if a it's, child draws a picture of outside, isn't it? And what picture would you say is the other one? It looks the, like a rocket launching, which is a, an analogy for a cock, right? Fucking probably. And there's a telephone, something lying there, something blah 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 blah, and it says you are in a gaudy looking hotel room mm-hmm. right so i've had a game of this and initially i was tr- going to try and put you off playing this because i couldn't get past this bit mm-hmm. but i watched some guy get stuck at the exact same point as i did yeah and all will become clear as i play the game right well, shall i tell you what to do well you can interact with stuff yeah right okay so pick up the outfit you want to pick it up yeah all right what would you like to do with the clothes I, I, I guess one of the... Uh, no. You can't use what you don't have. Well, pick it up then. That's take. Drop what? All right. So take. Click on the take. Touch what? <laughs> Which one's Give take what? again? Take that first one. That one? Yeah. And then... There we go. Outfit. Right. Sandif. What's Sandif? Can you click on that face? Talk to me. Hi, Brad. I'm right here. Talk to me. Talk to me. I'm Terry Tibbs. Remember him? No. <laughs> The phone jacker. Oh, I never watched phone jacker. There's a phone, no. What do you want to do with the phone? Pick up that envelope on the floor, please. Well, uh, you can't, can't be, be serious. serious. What about the envelope? You take the letter. Can you open the letter? You can't use that. Is one of those hand gestures open? Is that that's point? What is that meant to be? Touch. But it also looks like a cock. 
Your touch. You will have to do more than touch if you want to get anywhere. No, don't, don't drop the envelope. I can't do it anyway. What's that? The end, yeah. Ooh, you drop the letter. Oh. Wow, that's quite good. Yeah, it's, it's using the environment. He's put the letter on the the nightstand. I think I can take that as well. Mm-hmm. That's a picture. Oh, an ID. Mm-hmm. Um, can I'm, you... I'm sure you can use the phone. I've, yeah, I've yeah. done that. Some batteries are hidden on medial. Look hard. She hangs up before you can thank her. Oh, a soft voice says. Some batteries are hidden on medial. Look hard. <laughs> what the fuck? Can you pick up that pillow, please? Um, nothing happens when you touch that. Can you touch the door? I don't think we should touch that. Nothing happens when you touch that. Watch. Drop bot. Nothing happens when you do that. Can you? Can you use? Nothing happens when you do that. Okay. Nothing you, happens you, when you touch use that. Use the clothes. No, no. Use the clothes. <laughs> I thought you just lost your mind there. You quickly get dressed. Right there we go. Oh, okay. But the clothes are still there. Mm, I know. Um, use the ID thing. You can't. You, know, you cannot use that. Use the envelope. I don't know if we tried that. You cannot use that. Okay. Um, can you go out the other door? Nothing happens when you touch that. Sandy, that's it. Click on Sandy again. I want to know where she is. Talk to me. Nothing happens. Hi, Brad. I'm right here. Talk to me. Can you turn around? Turn around. No. Every now and then. Well, I'm going to do a spoiler. You see how oh, there's the Lara's there. Well, so right. there's okay. more stuff. Okay. I mean, what the hell is that picture? That's Could a you love machine. It's two faces with a heart in the middle. You are, you are unable or unwilling to kiss that. Well, yeah, I want to kiss that. Different. Can I kiss that? What about the picture? Right, click on the lips. Click on the kiss and then... What's that? All right, that's talk. Right, now click on Sandy. There you go. Hi, I'm Sandy. I'll help, <laughs> you, I'll help you as much as I can. Right. Okay, talk to her again. No, don't eat. Eat Sandy. Okay. A, a question mark and then Sandy. Oh, look at Sandy. I... Hi, Brad. Fuck off. Kiss Sandy. Kiss her. Kiss her. Hard. Not, not to talk. And eat? No, no. Yeah. I tried that. You're in... All right. And then there's another one. Ah, okay. So End we'll game. go, what's this? <laughs> eat again. Screw what? Screw her. Sandy's consumed in a frenzy of mind-blowing passion. Oh, okay. oh well. It's got sexy, everybody. Fuck that. What's that? Oh, you put your mind and hand to the task at hand and jack off. A feeling of great relief washes over you. You wish it would also wash your hands. Click oh to continue. Oh, my God. Maybe it would have been wiser to save those vital bloody body fluids for the ongoing mission. That's disgusting. What's that? I don't know. All text will echo to your printer. Oh, so that just prints stuff off? Something weird's happened when I've clicked that, though. Oh, you've broken the game. I feel like I have. What a fucking load of shit. <laughs> Well, that's the Sex Olympics, everybody. <laughs> what a game. Oh, Point and click adventure. Print trouble. Check printer and paper. Oh, right. Okay. Text no will print- no longer echo on your printer. That's nice it of them. Your printer is impotent. That was weird. <laughs> was, that some sort of, <laughs> wow. was that some sort of weird joke? Wow, this has become like a fucking a do- a Black Mirror kind of episode. It's, uh, it's sentient. Right, okay. How does it know that me printer's Can you go to the left, left again? I'm trying. And oh, there. Ah, go. It's go. Right. Go. Is it? Oh. No. Try, uh... What about if I look? Try go out the other door. Hmm. Annoying, isn't it? Talk on the phone. 
Some batteries are hidden. Oh my gosh. I don't need to look hard. She hangs up before you can thank her. I don't know what that means though. Like I don't know what that means. Some batteries are hidden on medial. No. Shit, isn't it? Mm. How shit do you think this game is? So do you know what to do here, by the way? I thought I did, but now I'm starting to realise I didn't. Oh. Can I'm you sure look it's go. Can you look out the window? Go where? There? Oh. oh, wow. You know what I'm fucking saying? Oh. Screen two, guys. Okay. Outside your hotel room, you can see big thruster. Oh, of course, because Brad Stallion's an alien, is he, or something? Or mm. he, he, that's big thrusters. He's, he's rocket ship. Mm-hmm. Um, the air smells fresh and clean. Right. Okay, what's that thing over there? Yeah, that's... This here that I'm hovering over. Aye, the big grey long thing. What gas about... tank. What about the gas tank? Oh, can, can you be arsed with this? The air smells fresh and clean. Go to your... your um, I'm going to jack off. Go to your rocket. Can I do that again? Okay, he's, he's wanked again, listen. What about Big Thruster? Go to it. My mouse that I bought from the pound shop isn't very good. How much was it? Mm. Ooh, you, you were seated in the captain's chair at the controls of Big Thruster. The interactive few screen is before you. Nothing happens when you touch that. Oh well, that's good. What planets are they like? What's this thing? I, I always like green. This, this planet... Is... A, a bo- Arborea. That's why I stopped, because I didn't know how to pronounce it. <laughs> Hivernia. Flow. Agua. Earth. Whisper. Ranu- Ramu. Dildonia. <laughs> Go there, please. Go Dildonia. Hold on. Oh, Medial. The batteries are Primordial. Under, says the batteries are in the Medial. Can you go? I go. can't touch that. <laughs> I wasn't trying to. You want to... Let's just go to Dildo. Right, go and then we're going to a planet, everyone, and I like that sound. Hey, Doctor Dildo is looking for some batteries. That he did. Haha, found my B-volt battery. Now I can get get on with it. And you're back in the same room. Oh, it's like some hideous. You moment. are in a gaudy looking hotel room. Fuck me. I right, go back in your uh, go back in your thruster. Go. Right, go on medial, bottom right. Yeah, go and then. I know, boss. <laughs> it goes too fast and you can't read what it says. Dr. Dildo is winning. Brad has zero. Dr. Dildo has one. Because I watched a video about this. Apparently, I think you're meant to go to different plants and shag different people. What the fuck is this game? It's terrible. What's it got to do with the Olympics? The end. Well, yeah. you're a, a yeah, fuck you, you have a bet with Doctor Dildo right. uh, to see who can shag the most people in the galaxy. <laughs> this is puerile. <laughs> this is where you tap out. Yeah. Is it? What's the other ones called? Um, sex vixens. Right, let's and... play sex. No, no, I want to play safe sex. Sex vixens to last. We'll do sex the... simile. Right, we'll do that one. Okay. So it's actually called sex limits. Sex limits. What do you think that means? Well, hang on, let's think. Let's think. What does mm. that mean? Sextimates, like estimates. Yeah, it's it's about that the game actually. Oh, is it like a guessy game? It, it's it's a puzzle game. Okay, is it going to be better than Sex Olympics? Is it in the same uh, universe as Brad? No, Stallion? it's a it's right. a it's a nice break from that horrendous freak show because what we played with Sex Olympics, I think, is meant to be the best of them. So for the end of the podcast, we're going to be playing. Sex Vixens, which is 
another one of Brad Stallion's ones. That's meant to be the best one. No, uh, you, you played the best one. Oh apparently, I know that just shows you. <sighs> okay, right. So we've got on the screen: choose a category: trivia, attraction, parenting, crime, health, relations, or lovemaking. I think the old sexy, of... by the way. Right. Well, oh, shall we just go straight for lovemaking? What does DFO mean? Doesn't matter. It's disc drive. Okay. Uh, lovemaking, shall we? Shall, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> so oh, name it. I'm just going to, because I have limited access to the keyboard, I'm just going to put X. That's a good choice. And then I've got to press fucking button. <laughs> that, was... that was the sound of a mouse mat dropping all the way down. Did it hurt when you fell, mouse mat? Fell from where? From heaven. Oh. Is that a is that a ladder in your tights? Are you just pleased to see us? No, that's not, is it? Your clothes so, is it... would look nice on my floor. Yeah. Hey, sweetheart, <laughs> get your coat. You've pulled. <laughs> God, Everyone? these things. I don't think you can say any of this now. No, of course you can't. Of course you can't. But that's why we're getting a notice system. I never said any of them. Me neither. Oh no, it's. Is that a ladder in your tights, or is it a stairway to heaven? I think that's what it is. Isn't Jesus, it? That's, that's that's terrible. Horrible, isn't it? That isn't one. It? It's like a, something a Del Boy would have said. Right. So we're playing sex limits. <laughs> so you've got a big thermometer. figuring out everything you wanted to know, and there's a big thermometer on the corner. Me, me name, and then the question, and then the answer. Oh, listen. You have to type the answer in. Fuck! I've just realised. Uh, well, can you pass the keyboard to me? Mm-hmm. I don't think it actually goes that far. Listener, you can play it, play along at home here. I think that's as far as it goes. Okay, I've got it. Listener, you can play along at home if you wish. So, question one. What percentage of the female population achieves orgasm regularly through clitoral stimulation? <laughs> and what's annoying, right, with that, before that whole question, what do I type in? Like, does it yeah. want a percentage? Mm-hmm. Yes, of course it does. But, like, does it want it in numbers? Uh-huh. I assume numbers. Uh-huh. So, this, now, I guess uh, this is where the uniqueness of the game comes in. Because I'll show you what happens. Because I was can quite... I just ask, is it what percentage of the female population achieves orgasm regularly through clitoral stimulation? Now, is it what percentage of the female population who achieve orgasm do it through clitoral stimulation? Or clitoral stimulation? <laughs> or cli- clitoral stimulation? Oh, or is it what percentage of the entire population... Including those who have never touched their own uh, vajast. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I just wanted to get this over with. Yeah, uh, that's what uh, you would say so if you were clitoral stimulation. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, I know what your problem is with the question, but we, this is the question we can't ask the amiga any more than what we got. So, what do you think for that? Eighty percent. 80%. Mm-hmm. It's quite high, I would have said lower than well, that. Well, there's not that many women, from my experience, who can achieve it from vaginal uh, penetration. <laughs> but is that what the question's asking? Uh, it's 50%. You, what, you've changed to 50% now? <laughs> I don't know. Could be anything. This was When was this game out? I'd, there's a lot more toys, I'd, sex toys in the market these days, yeah, you know? Yeah, this game was probably out where the, the, the thought, like, women women can't have well, sexual is, orgasms. What the hell, man? This was written by a doctor, and he was treating people for hysteria. Right, okay, anyway, I'm kidding. You are, You're within... Oh, you got that one good. You're within 86% of the correct answer. Your current score is 86%. What I like that, that about the game, though. What does that mean? It means it was, like, almost right. It must have been, like, say, within that oh, ballpark. Oh, so it might have been, like, 55 
But that's quite clever, don't you think? It's great. Quick mathematical... What uh, percentage of men have erect nipples during the excitement phase of love? The excitement <laughs> phase of lovemaking. Which phase is that? That's the entirety of, of lovemaking for men, isn't it? Oh. Oh, is that... <laughs> <laughs> Just a second. I'm, I'm reaching the excitement phase. Uh, beforehand, I was pretty bored and not interested. Okay, sweetheart, we are now initiating the excitement phase. And now I've got nipples like bullets. <laughs> I don't know. Um, what do who's, you think? Who's testing this? I'd be in Paris to say. Um, what do you think? I've just realised I've got erect nipples right now. 50%? So that must mean I'm at the excitement phase. 60%, 70, 80? 56%. 56, Ooh. Oh, oh, wow, Tom's cut. That's an awful night. Didn't realise there was a crowd watching it. I know. <laughs> I feel uh, self-conscious. The Karma Sutra describes how many different ways to case one. I think it's one. Oh, Ooh, Ooh. oh well. Went down. Oh, well, that's a shame. Ross, do you want to read this one out? What percentage of women... Who have never discussed sex with their partners describe their sex lives as good. I think that would probably be high. Yeah. Because I think like back then, that's mm. how I'm like covering myself. Uh-huh. If you ask like a woman in the streets if they if they had good sex, I mean, can I, can can I, you imagine? Can I, I do an impression? Why oh, you can't ask me that? You're so naughty. <laughs> You're so um, I would say probably oh, dear Lord. eighty-five percent. I want this to end. <laughs> 85. So, do you think the producer should mark this one as explicit? Yeah, definitely. Just grossly horrible. Oh, you were not even close? 0%? What? 0% say that? Oh, I don't oh. understand that. On the average, on the average, how many pelvic... Oh. oh, God. On the average, how many pelvic thrusts does a man deliver? Deliver? <laughs> during intercourse I love the turn of phrases this guy's like William Shakespeare I know I'm going to deliver a pelvic thrust now darling prepare yourself here I come literally Please start the counter it's like <laughs> out of fucking League of Gentlemen isn't it <laughs> we do not say what is this <laughs> in this house <laughs> Uh, do you think there'd be like in, like a doorman standing behind you just clicking, clicking <laughs> yeah. a thing as you were and then write it down on a piece of paper and like oh interesting <laughs> what did I get the average or I'm oh, not allowed to discuss you'd have to wait that. for the game to come out to find that one out sweetheart so <laughs> what pelvic thrusts does a man deliver it's going to be an embarrassing number as well yeah 15 I bet you 15 well the amount of pawns I've watched it's 20% of the correct answer but it doesn't tell you what the answer is, though. That's I know, it should... Uh, well, so, uh, longevity? Aye. Uh, what percentage of... This is quite... Actually, <laughs> this is quite clever, because you could play this game over and over again yeah. and potentially never get the right answer. It's not a simple yes or no, or Barry, or Julie. Like, well, when I first saw this game load in, I was like, why is it wanting you to type the answers in? That's a stupid way of doing it. And it like, you know, knowing the parameters of a game. Aye. Uh-huh. But the more you play it, it's actually a good way of doing it. Can I ask a question? Yeah. Is this the entire game? Aye. Oh. Oh. Okay. Another question, Ross. Do you want to read this one out? What percentage of women experience a sex flush during lovemaking? I would I'm a sex flush, Jesus. That could be a good name for a band. Sex flush. <laughs> <laughs> Is that um, like a card? 
You know, <laughs> you're playing cards. It's an unbeatable hand. It's a, I'd uh, say that's high. Speaking of unbeatable hands. May I? May I? Yes, please. Shit. Ooh, well done. That's better. I got one up there. Ooh, yeah. lordy. Dirty. At orgasm, what is the average pulse rate in beats per minute? Well, I don't know. What is oh, it? Hardly like as I'm just about yeah. to finish. What's the like, rest in Hold on rate? a second. I'm just going to like take me pulse. What's the rest in heart rate? Like 60 beats oh, per minute? Oh, God. Our ignorance is like really 120. Mm, you're using that psyche. Ooh! Oh, well done, Thomas. That's because what I... I routinely take the pulse of my sexual partners when I'm in sexual congress. <laughs> well, this is like obviously a big one that we've heard. I do this every time. I how does a man? I anyway, spoiler. With... <laughs> what percentage of women say they have at some time faked an orgasm? I think it's high as like high again. Do you reckon? Do you want to say ninety? Whoa, go on then. That's scary, that isn't it? Ooh, I don't do about fifty percent. Maybe so it's probably around. Female listeners prove we're wrong. Yeah, uh, actually, that makes in. it seem like no. I'm Female not getting stuck in send, send in your best fake orgasm too. <laughs> okay, what percentage? Record your orgasm <laughs> yeah. and see if we can tell if it's a fake or not. Yeah. Oh my! Wow. Come <laughs> on, oh, <dear laughs> <Come> community. <laughs> Get in touch. Touch. What percentage of women can reach orgasm through intercourse only? Well, I covered this earlier. Uh, that's a kind Not of... very many. Right, we'll go for it then. 20%. Right. <laughs> Ooh, within 66%. I My goal in this game is to be within 69% of the correct answer. Oh, and once gosh. we do that, we can stop this podcast. Actually, I've got a bit of a um, bombshell for you. So, a while back, and I might, I might treat listeners in the second episode of the proper podcast by reading it out, but um, The Rats, which is a terrible horror book, right? Yeah. It has these embarrassing sex scenes in it. And I flicked open the book to page 69. And there's a sex scene on page 69 of nice. the book. Oh, so you might read after the, I might, yeah. Yes. I think you have a better reading voice, so maybe you can read it out. I do. <laughs> what? Not, not necessarily a better one than you, just a better one than everyone. I think most people have a better reading voice than me. What percentage <laughs> of women have used spanking as an erotic aid? Aid? An erotic aid? What's um, your favourite erotic aid, Ross? 50%. You were not even close. Whoa. It must have been quite... Zero? What? Well, it could have been really high or really low, because it was right uh-huh. in the middle, so we don't know. The average sexual experience lasts how many minutes? Again, have you been timing yourself? I need to be careful, yeah. On average. Uh, yeah. I, think on average <laughs> I think on average it's going to be about 10 minutes, you know. Whoa, really? Yeah. Oh, it was exactly 100% right! <laughs> wow. Get in, son. Well done, Tom. Get in, unlucky lads. The Karma Sutra describes how many methods of foreplay? 90. <laughs> Ooh, within 59%. That wasn't quite I might start reading the Karma Sutra. Yeah, I've got a copy and you can borrow it. It was a little sticky. Ooh, come on, Ross. I know. Do better than that. How puerile. It's covered in shit. Of women who become <laughs> aroused in less than five minutes, what percentage are non orgasmic? <laughs> What does that mean? <laughs> of women who become aroused in less than five minutes, what percentage are non-orgasmic? I don't understand. I think means. it means if a woman gets aroused really quickly, can she orgasm? I don't know. But I've I made a lot of leaps to get to that. 50% again. <laughs> Not even close. Or... Well, oh, well. What's the goal of this game? I don't know. Why are the questions? letters of each word white? 
figuring out everything you wanted to know. F O E Y W T K doesn't stand for mean anything. So what's that about, Ross? What percentage of Americans feel they would have better sex if they made more money while having sex, like prostitute? Oh God, what's crazy about that? <laughs> because America is obsessed with money, it might be quite high. That you know, ninety percent. Oh, because women would have went. No, I like I like a man for his cock not for his money. What percentage of Dear women Lord. regularly? Apologies. Oh, no, I'm so sorry. I, I'm sorry. What did you say? I'm sorry. I'm sorry about. I'm sorry for Ross. Mm. <laughs> what percentage have to be here with me? What percentage of women who regularly achieve orgasm become aroused in less than five minutes? That's just another version of the same question. Yeah, and what did we put? So fifty percent. Oh well, I think fifty percent of the correct answer. That thermometer isn't moving at all now when we get an answer right. I know. After orgasm, how many times longer than a man does a woman take to become un unaroused? How many minutes longer it is? Oh, sorry. And they've put longer in caps. I don't know why. So how long? How many minutes does it take a man to become unaroused? It's seconds for me. Yeah, I. I, I would say <laughs> how many. How many minutes? Ten minutes? Mm. Is it like that? Is that what the question is asking? 66%. Not bad, Ross. Oh, oh, there we go. What percentage of women who do not masturbate... It's just starting to get a bit weird now. What percentage of women who do not masturbate achieve orgasm regularly from intercourse? I don't know. It could be a, it could be any number. How would I find this information? Now that if I was walking down the street, I couldn't ask people. Oh, mm-hmm. excuse me. Do you have the time? Yes, certainly. The time is half past seven. Ha ha. Oh, ha ha. Thank <laughs> you very much. What percentage of women must? <laughs> now that I have you engaged in a conversation <laughs> yeah. with me, I'm I work for sextimates. <laughs> what sextimates? Oh, it's a nineties uh, game then. Right. Okay. Fifty-four thousand five hundred fifty-four percent. Oh, now you're being Not silly. even close. Boop. They went down now. This is. I just want to see what happens when the thermometer. Is there going to be titties on it when the thermometer gets hundred? Yeah. At the age of twenty, what is the average number of orgasms a man has in a year? Fucking hell, at twenty, Jesus at Christ! Least, at least three hundred. My sheets were like cardboard. I'm going to say three hundred sixty-five. One a day. It's more than that. I bet it's higher than that. That's absolutely ridiculous. Do you remember the twenties, the roaring twenties? <laughs> Cause I do. We used to masturbate here, there, and everywhere. What Man. percentage of women who regularly achieve orgasm become aroused in less than 10 minutes? That's just another version of what you're The five-minute thing, eh? What percentage of women? I think I it's know. higher. Um, 90. That's my go-to. Ooh, 87%. Thanks very much. It's not... It's, it's not so moving. We'll Last phase one. this out. The average male can postpone his orgasm during lovemaking for no more than how many minutes? What? <laughs> uh, does so, that mean as, as I'm about to, like... Pinching it off, I think, eh? Uh, putting a knot in it. Well, I remember when I was growing up, I watched, uh, what was that show on Channel 4? It was a godsend for a young man in his 20s. You were trash. Yeah. It it taught you if you do this pelvic, like, you can hold it in for a bit. Okay. Okay. You teach me that later. <laughs> um, But now I'm scared. Uh, no more than how many minutes? Two minutes, say? Two minutes. I mean, that's crazy shit. 20%. I mean, I was thinking these wolves are at the door and they're knocking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can knocking hold them off for 20 minutes. Or they're nibbling. Uh, two minutes. Last one, come on. What percentage of people report an erotic response to receiving love bites during lovemaking? I would say that's high. I would say 100%. 
Who doesn't like getting a little bit of um... Oh my god. Jesus Christ. 100%. 100%. Well, you are proven wrong there, Tom. Tell you what, so I'm... now you've been doing that Man. and you're not sure if she would have liked you it. You haven't been bitten by me. That's all I'm saying. Last How many one. different positions did the ancient Romans utilise for utilize. lovemaking? Utilise? Of course the Romans would utilise a sexual position. Uh, one. Well, mission, I was... Missionary. <laughs> what that? Oh, I bet you that uh, oh, dog, dog words. Let's think of some. Um, is there a sexual position called the Roman? Well, I was wandering around Hadrian's Wall, and I never seen any like displays about the the Roman uh, sex position. You would just stick someone up on the cross and then fuck them. Was that the Romans who done that? The Romans yeah. didn't do that. They did. They, they the Romans killed Christ. They crucified him on that bombshell. We're turning off sex limits. Wow, this this. <laughs> This episode's not going to make it. Yeah, <laughs> for anyone out there who can't get the episode on iTunes, this got on there. Jesus was fucked on a cross, wasn't he? Pretty much. Was he? Well, but wasn't fucked on a cross, but they fucked him by putting him on a cross, didn't they? So that's so sort of thing. Did Jesus have sex with Mary Magdalene? Mag- Magdalene? Or Magdalena, the prostitute. Um, I don't know. I don't think it was detailed in the in the Bible. Mm. I don't think they talked about. It. I would like to. Actually, in the Bible, they talk about... Is it Sodom and Gomorrah? Where they I, talk about them like shagging all sorts there. Probably, but I think that's stuff that we could get into on the Bible special. All oh, right, yeah. <laughs> Stick around. Which is just going to turn into sex. Just blasphemy. You are Captain Brad Stallion, owner and operator of the one-man space vehicle known throughout the galaxy as Big Fasta. At various times throughout your career, you have worked for the Galactic Rulers as a special agent, spying, lying, etc., for years, there have been rumours about the tribe, a colony of beautiful, sex-starved women hidden somewhere in space. According to legend, they appear suddenly raid the male-dominated rural planetary systems with their sex ray gun, leaving the men sexless eunuchs. The Federated Government has hired you to find and neutralise them with your cock. Doesn't say that. So this is Sex Vixens from Space. You are deep space aboard Big Thruster. Another game in the Brad Stallion series, guys. Uh, I know you're all big fans of Brad Stallion. He looks a little bit like Paul Calf. Ross, what we're looking at here? It looks like a penis. It's the Big Thruster, which, yeah, it's, it's a it's a cock with a ball. With, I assume two ball-type areas. Just, you sound so disappointed. <laughs> I, I'm... I'm I feel sorry for myself. You know, like in years to come, this is going to be my legacy. Yeah. Tom, you're clicking on that other there, but you can tell that it'll be the red that you could click on. Okay. Retro Mikey, hope you enjoy this. Click on the... the yeah. Wait. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Brad, you are in the control room of your spaceship. In front of you is the control panel and captain's chair to the south... Is an open door. And the picture is of a fucking, like... I mean, that looks... Like, if I think of a space control panel, I don't think of that sort of thing, do you? Well, not with the girders and stuff in the background, like... Aye. Do you know what I mean? It looks like uh, something from Dead Space, actually, like an industrial kind of shitty thing, and that's giving it a lot of credit. It is, aye. So... Could I touch things on screen, or is it all text? But nothing. I think you, you have to go south, which is like the little arrows at the bottom. Ah, uh, right, okay. I think uh, so. What do these do? God knows. What about clicking on the text oh, itself? Oh, God, I hate it. Yeah, it's terrible, <laughs> God, isn't it? I hate it. 
message pod alert 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 message from alert, headquarters alert, alert, activate alert, console alert, alert okay uh activate console boop <laughs> you are ordered to the federation planet one and made the pink flamingo hotel named lila have you seen pink flamingo by the way the film i haven't no i've seen a pink flamingo but Lila is suspected of connection with the tribe. That's Ooh, cool. the plot thickens. Do you think we'll cap? Right. Do you think we'll capture her, arrest her, kill her, or fuck her? No, I think what will happen is we'll get bored. Let's give and turn off. Find out what she knows. Use any means necessary. Your penis. The course has been fed into your nav computer. Ooh, <laughs> that's sexy. Good luck, bro. How's that sexy? What fed into your nav computer? Yeah. Have you ever had, had anything fed into your nav computer? Ross, I just look, no, at, look at me. No, I do not want to. I do not want to look me in the eye. <laughs> it's scary. Right, what's this knob do? <laughs> Nothing happens when you touch that. Uh, what's this? At least you could masturbate. Ross, no. <laughs> what's this knob do? That's not. Nothing knob. happens when you touch that. What does this knob do? Oh fuck's sake! Um, it's like a mixing desk, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Right. I don't think I'm supposed to be touching any of that With stuff. With the producer, can't knob. go up. Oh, now you can do that. You're you are the, the captain's chair of the spaceship. In front of you is the of the ship control panel. You can't go east, can't go west, can't go south, eh? can't go north. You have nothing but the shit on your back, a galactic plastic money card in your pocket. You are in captain. All right, so I is inventory, L is look, S is Sandy gives. Oh, Sandy again. A status report. Uh, hi, Brad. Everything is under control. I'll give you a... Status report when things change. Bye. Do we say status or status? We say status, don't we? Um, oh, what now? Oh, I've got to type. No, I don't think so. Try that as again. Okay. This was fun back in the day, wasn't it? <sighs> what about if I say north on here? Okay. Get it on. Well, you the... can't go north. Try it. You'll have to hit enter. You can't go north now. Fuck that. That's um, the same as what you were doing now. Well, I've got to go. I did travel throughout the the galaxy. Did you? Did I, you? I just tried their arrows down the side there, and they were working when I pressed them. To the south, south is an open door. All right, hang on. Okay. Heading south. There we go. Whoa! You clicked on that before, you know, and it said you can't go. Right. Okay. Nothing so screen free people. <laughs> what a weird door that is. Have you seen it? The perspective's all screwy. But that's the captain's chair on the right. Uh, <sighs> heading north. I think it's just you by yourself oh, in the ship, you know. Shit, my Tom just went back on himself, by the way, again. Heading south. <laughs> ah. Well, Ooh, look, look at the cassette player in the top right. Yeah, right. Well, Mike, owns one of them, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, pretty much, right. We talked about it on the Christmas special. Guys, if you haven't heard that yet, wait until next year. Listen to it again. To celebrate Christmas. Yeah. I like Christmas, Ross. I don't. You know what I like more than that? I'm phasing myself out of that. You know what your favourite uh, holiday is Halloween, my noise. Pancake day. Is it? What? <laughs> the airlock opens. Because you're in deep space, the big thruster undergoes explosive decompression. You are sucked into space and die. Ah. Do we see a death screen? Oh, we do. I hope so. I want to see Brad Stallion's... Ah. <laughs> Everyone, the 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 spaceship picture—it's bent and droopy. Yeah, as if you uh, without ooh. you to save it, the whole galaxy is doomed. The woman of the tribe go on and rape and pillage all of the known galaxy, and a few unknown parts. Is dot, that dot, dot. you die a premature death? 
you lose. Now, that's kind of premature, I suppose, they're talking about some sort of premature ejaculation thing, and mm-hmm. they're really making a point of saying how much of a loser you must be if you ejaculate prematurely. I don't <laughs> think that's very fair uh, on the losers who do prematurely ejaculate. <laughs> I, I think that's a good one. Well, one person has fun in that, so... Absolutely, yeah. And Tom's so, just randomly clicking buttons to see if he can... I know, I, I just... Uh, what about the, to click on the actual text? I, I do not the very end of the text. Well, that was sex fixings from outer space. Uh, are we going to have another go of it? Do you want another go of it? I feel like we should maybe try again and you can control it. Oh, I don't want to control oh, it. Okay, I'll control it, but I, I just feel like it, it, it's only fair that we have one more go. Could you go to reset down there, please? Sex fixings. Oh, there's that image again. We're having another go and the image is Brad Stallion looking a bit like uh, Renaissance painting. Actually, you know what he looks like? Remember when that, that cleaner fucked up the picture of Jesus <laughs> by trying to clean it and then repainting him? He looks like that. Right, fuck off. Okay. <laughs> uh, we're in the big thruster again. Yep, but yep, this yep, time yep, he's yep. erect. Yeah. Oh, come <laughs> on. He crashed. <laughs> oh. I'll load it in and again. Guys, well, it's the accurate Amiga experience, ladies and gentlemen. That's absolute bullshit. Go to reset. Oh man, I was last chance saloon here. Like terrible, though, isn't it? Really bad. Which one do you think is the worst? The worst game so far. Well, Mm -hmm. the best is Sex Limit so far. Yeah, I would say that. Got the most material out of that one. Yeah, it's a bit scary in places. Yeah, I think Sex Olympics was shit. There's that picture again. He also looks a little bit like uh, Little John. The women in the picture look very sexy. Very sexy. Not afraid to admit I've got a model action. Right. So do you think it was because I clicked too fast before that it freaked out? I don't know if there's any rhyme or reason, Tom. I'm going south again. Okay, I've got a alert, alert. I'm back to this point, guys. Alert. That's fine. What now? Heading south. It worked first time, guys. Heading south. Don't go out the airlock. Uh, so the east is your cabin, south is the airlock, west is the cargo hold. Heading west, let's go to the cargo hold. We're making progress. You're in the cargo hold filled with crates of the priceless aphrodisiac orgasium. Nothing happens when you touch that. <sighs> you can't go north. Heading east, I'll go to me, uh, go to me quarters. Set. Oh, okay, guys. We got the first, the first piece of sexual paraphernalia. We've got a poster on the wall, and it's just a woman with her hands behind her head and her titties on show. Nothing else when you touch that. I beg to differ. So, out of order. Sink. Um, there's the bed. Can't go up. Look, you're in your captain's cabin, Brad. To the west is the main passageway. Can't go north. Can't go up. Can't go down. Hi Brad, everything is okay. I'll let you know if anything changes. Why don't you take a nap? Okay. Well, what now? Sleep. Type sleep. Sleep. I bet you doesn't understand that. Sorry, what is sleep? What, what is, is love? <laughs> While you goof off, a meteor destroys Big Thruster. <laughs> without, without you to say it. I wasn't goofing off. Sadie told us to take a nap. <laughs> Jesus fuck one more, one more go Aye, one more go <laughs> alright with heavy heart he carries on <laughs> oh 
Ross, would you narrate my life, please? Because I like that. <laughs> oh, did you? Yeah, if you could just follow me around and just... With heavy heart, he carries on. Tom takes his first bite. Actually. Of his cheese and onion pasty. I'm going to scare you. Um, it should still be on John Ronson's website. He made a few... I, I don't know what the show was for. It might have been for BBC. In one of them, it really sticks in my mind... Uh, he was interviewing a lady who all of a sudden she woke up in her mind. In her mind, someone was like commentating her, like her life. Wow. And uh, it's a horrible story. She she got diagnosed with like some sort of like um, split person, personality sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. And it went from there. It was horrible. Well, it'll be, she'll be hearing voices, won't she? And, um, you know what freaked me out when I recently did a. Well, I was. It was about four months ago or something. Did a first aid course. First aid, um, sorry, not first aid, mental health first aid course. Oh, what's that? It was very, very interesting. Um, it, it was sort of understanding and spotting signs of someone who could need some support in a, in a situation like that, say if they are having some sort of, well, could be a breakdown or something to that effect. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was only, it was a two day course, but it was really, really good. So, uh, one of the things they did there was they did an, uh, an activity to show what it's like to actually have, to hear voices. And you know when you say uh, voices in my head, uh-huh. the voices aren't actually in your head that you hear. You hear them as though they're behind you right. and around you. So it's not as though, you know when you have your internal monologue when you're talking, when you're kind of inside your head, you're sort of saying, oh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And you sort of talk to yourself mm-hmm. almost. It's not like that. It's like where there's voices behind you. Or around you talking to you as though it is actually people. That's that's what it is when people say, "I can hear voices." They that do that in some, terrifying. They do sometimes do that in like horror films that uh, are trying to depict someone losing their mind. Kind of like those, say, uh, what they're called, um, a- ASMR. Is that what they're called? Those videos. Is that what? It's, where it's people whispering at the mic and stuff like that. A lot of people get off on that. I know. I hate that. Awful. Awful. You can make hey, a lot of money if you're a woman and you do that. Oh, absolutely. I'll try to convince Kelly to do it instead of this fucking podcast. By the way, guys, <laughs> listen to the Life Bath podcast recently launched. It is produced by an absolute belter. There was Pay Money Wubby, is this guy on YouTube. He's really, really funny. I recommend people check him out. I know that El Chapo was a big fan. Mm-hmm. He did this video about this ASMR uh, account on YouTube, but it's this like 12 year old girl that does it, and it's fucking creepy as fuck a bear and she's terrible at it as well like as far as ASMR goes I'm sure it's ASMR she doesn't hit your buttons does audio she? sensory but she, there was this one this one that she did where she dressed up in this like can only be described as a slutty uh, police police woman's outfit and then was like pretending to talk to someone in a car and stuff and oh it was horrible but yeah check that video out or don't yeah, listeners good. If you have no, a no, loving check. relationship and you don't want to, uh, I mean, if you're gonna get caught, you might as well watch something that you're gonna like <laughs> Jesus, enjoy. On the dark web. Yeah. Ross, send me send send links. Um, e God, you can't go north. You can't. I'm going west. Why don't you take a nap? It's such a trick. Why don't you take a nap? Ah, uh-huh, yeah, she's like basically heading north. Go and die, die. Right. What are you doing, Dave? Is it Dave? I think it is. I've never seen that hatch. Have you never seen 2001 A Space Odyssey? No. What I know of you from watching films, I don't think you could watch that film. No. Probably not. 
Tom's too busy multitasking, living his other lives. I, I wear many hats. You know this guy? He wears many hats. Do you not just sit back and just like get engrossed in a movie and turn off your, your phone and enjoy? These days it takes me at least two sessions to, to watch a, a film. Really? Yep. Yep. There's certain movies you're not going to watch. In 2001, A Space Odyssey is that. Have you seen The Shining? Here's Johnny. Yeah. And did you like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a great film. That was a long time ago. Before I had access to online gaming and a shit podcast. A Not shit. access. <laughs> a shit podcast. <laughs> Nothing's working, Ross. <laughs> Nothing's working. Yeah, and on that like realisation. Erect bombshell. Well, and this is the one you wanted to play for so long. I know. Sex well, fixings. At least two months. I never heard of it until then. <laughs> <laughs> I was sounded so I was so enamoured by it when I said, Can I play your sex fixings, please? You guys leave the room or something. You do realise that any game that calls itself sex fixings is gonna suck. Which <laughs> God nice. Sex fixings from outer space as well, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I tell you what, I just want to die again, so uh... Is there no new way of dying? Can you I not feel do like, something to that? For- you know what? It's the age-old fucking shit with these fucking shit games where you need yeah. to know all of the commands before you can do anything. Yeah. Like, right, I don't yeah. know what I'm supposed to be doing. I know. And I put sleep in, so you do have to type in stuff, but it doesn't tell you what words are, like, applicable. Oh. Can't nap. Mm. So, right, so she literally tells you to take a nap, and then you'd say nap, and it says you can't nap. Right, okay. What about this then? <laughs> Can't wank. I beg to differ. What about <laughs> jack off? Jack off. Can't jack off. You could in the last game. You could in the last game. I you know could, I said you could that click, earlier. You could click jack and he jacked off and he said, Go I wish I could wash room. my hands. He's like, like with his, all the stuff. What room? Uh, across again. The cargo hold. Do you know what to do here? No. I haven't wasted my life like you, Tom. Hover over things. Oh, it doesn't work like that, does it? Um, Just randomly click. Oh. <laughs> ah. Right, okay. I typed open. It said, orgasium, orgasium now fills the room, causing instant death. So there you go. I did say I wanted to die in a different way. This game's awful. Um, and Not even funny awful. I feel aggrieved. Get that, get that away from me now. Have you watched Bandersmatch or whatever it's called? Yeah. <laughs> it, this is like the worst. Yeah. Like, this is instant death on every corner. That sounds like it could could quite easily be a porno. Bandy, Bandersnatch. Right, Ross. Well, there you go. Thanks for, thanks for having me in Layer 2.0 to play these sexy games. <sighs> can, you know, can we pick a theme where there's good games next time? Well, it's unlikely. Yeah, I'm starting to think there's way. no good games. Are there any good games anymore? Yeah, there's good games. Yeah, we're no, just, we're not playing them. There is good games. There's lots of good games. Playing some at the minute. You would have heard about that in, in, uh, at some point. I'm probably. glad. Yeah. But you take time out of your busy schedule to come here mm-hmm. and put this horrendous guff on. I know. I could have been sitting at home wanking the ASMR videos. And on that <laughs> sticky-fingered... On that bombshell. Just not the 12-year-old. Sticky-fingered Bukaki shell. Nope. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't make suggestions like that. No, no. So yeah, Ross, um, it's been great. No, it hasn't been. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, listeners. Maybe next time. What, what, 
open common themes come open common <laughs> open common themes well we're going to miss pancake special again um what about we could do we could do some Bible games like I know I, I was joking oh, you mentioned my that mother no, no, because, God, man. Like, no because Easter's coming up in it so it'd be good to talk about um, our good Lord uh, God is his name but they're it? all gonna stink aren't they yeah well March is the next uh, month that's a fact what happens in March March hair I don't know we'll talk, we'll talk about it in, in, in the episode I'm sure but uh, Ross Thanks. Yeah, thank you very much for listening again. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm really am sorry for everything you've had to listen to. Let's go back to that there show. Ross, what do you think of that? Now you've heard it again. I stand by me statement that I said then. Why are we always playing terrible games, Tom? I don't know. I don't know. Would it be as good if we played good games? If it was just me and you really enjoying a video game for an hour. I think sometimes the themes that we have, mm-hmm. that we're talking about in the episodes, always make it very difficult to get good games. Yeah. So lucky next month's theme is looking like it could be a real winner. Oh yeah, why is it's it? It's only going to be good games coming off the back of that. Right. I'll tell you at the end of the podcast. What the oh, I'm, I'm excited. You remain the, excited. The way I'm intrigued reminds me of the burn that you hit us with earlier when you said that I could have actually won that competition and it turned out that I hadn't. I would never burn you two times in a row. Yeah, I think you I would. would. No, I would. No, no. Have faith. Ye of little faith. Okay, well, prove me wrong. Ross of little faith. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it's, um, yeah, it's going to be shit. Okay. The Rats by James Herbert. Page 69. I can feel the blood rushing to my head, she giggled. I won't tell you where it's rushing to in me, he groaned. Trying hard not to topple forward over her body, he held on to the grass, pushing against it now. The strain on his arms becoming more intense as their bodies sped towards their crescendos. She withered under him, a couple of times sending him over her and rolling down the hill. They reached their climax, harassed almost with relief, and still together let themselves slide languidly down a few feet, bodies turning. They rested for a few minutes, their bodies relishing the warm sun. Enjoying the light breeze on their nakedness. I love you, darling, Judy said. Good, because I love you. Reluctantly, they dressed, and Harris lit a cigarette. Judy settled back against him, and they both studied the coal boat sky. A voice broke through the tranquil thoughts. Susan, don't go too far, Poppet. They both sat up and turned their heads towards the sound. A young girl of about seven came skipping over the brow of the hill, closely followed by a man and a woman who wondered why the young couple, sitting on the hillside, had burst into laughter. 
Okay, Ross, now that the listener is suitably warmed up after the Gonarchs player, shall we talk about some sexy games? Aye, uh, yeah. Sex games? Love-making games? What oh, word do you not. usually use when you uh, propose the prospect of lovemaking? <laughs> I think that question is inappropriate for this podcast, <laughs> and I will not be answering it. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> I thought you would use your invitational eyes. Mm. So just before we talk about some of the research that we've done, research in inverted commas again, because it's been a bit of the, the chilled, super chilled, what was it? Uh, sexy chilled Christmas special. Oh, totally chilled Xmas special. That that attitude and approach to the podcast has continued on. You mean, in other <laughs> words, because hardly anyone's listening to this podcast, we're just not going to put less and less work in to the point where we just sit around rambling on about half-truths and un... I think when facts, if that's such a word. I think when you see a, a brand new podcast mm-hmm. achieve more listens in <laughs> three days than your best, highest listened podcast has ever received in four years, uh-huh. I think it really puts things into perspective for us. I don't know about uh-huh. you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, Life Path Podcast, check it out. <sighs> so before me and you, before you and I, I should say, uh-huh. talk about some of the games that we have looked into. Looked into, that's sexy. We've had a couple of messages. Just a few. Games Freezer. Are you mate? Oh, nice. He said sex games on the Amiga. Because I I just said, we're talking about, the producer, sorry, got in touch and said, we're talking about sex games, anything you want to mention. So he said sex games on the Amiga, laughing emoji face. My mate was selling it for a pound in the playground. Copied it (laughs) using X copy and he was coining it in. (laughs) So he was making, he was essentially a pornographer. Yeah. Essentially. To underage, uh, even though he was underage as well. I'll tell you what, we're going to pass this information on the authorities. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) imagine that. (laughs) Don't know. Fucking hell. Adam, a good, good friend, Papi Sech, Mm -hmm. he's also known, uh, he said, and this has been mentioned by Chris Dubbs, the coffee mission thing in Grand Theft Auto where he smashes that lass. And you, I presume, in a sexual sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you just see... Actually, that's a term I use, fancy a smash. And you just see the house from outside while they're doing the deed, but people modded, stroke, hacked it, and Rockstar actually animated the whole thing. So the characters were humping. I think that was in San Andreas, was it? It was, and uh, if you go on Wikipedia, I think there's a whole page dedicated to it, because then after that, they passed some bill, I think, in, in court in, in America about like uh, pornography in gaming and stuff, which is crazy considering it wasn't even playable on the PlayStation 2, mm. which is what they were. And I'm sure, I, I mean, I half looked at these Wikipedia stuff, so I might be wrong, but I, I'm sure they had to recall quite a lot of copies of the game. Oh, right. Because they claimed it was still hidden, the code yeah. in there. So um, is that when they introduced the you know the little boxes with the violence uh, sexual imagery and stuff was that around about then like Peggy mm. Reagan and stuff Peggy 18 you know that 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 started off and it was purely um, optional like they didn't have to put that on yeah right. and you know something I, I know I keep saying stuff like this but I went on game games website right yeah and at the start when you click on PlayStation it has um, a lass, a young lass who looks about 14 or 15 in different um, 
games mm-hmm. so she's like i can't remember any of the other examples but essentially one of them is she's a cowgirl or cowboy uh-huh. a cow person as a, i don't know <laughs> be careful <laughs> yeah i'm being very careful she's she's in there and it's obviously saying oh red dead you can experience red dead but you can't because yeah, she's fucking 14 yeah, or 15 yeah, yeah. when are we getting to a point where we're going to see that this isn't why are people like so oblivious to this yeah like would you be happy if you had a a child that was 14 or 15 or younger 13 12 playing some of the like some of the things that happens in grand theft auto 4 no 5 sorry like the torture scene and that yeah would you be happy with kids playing that now no. it depends. Your question is a bit open-ended. So, do I know about this child, or is this child all of a sudden rocking up at me door and saying, <laughs> "Hi, Dad, hi, Dad," <laughs> like a broken flowers type of like yeah, thing? Yeah, like that's that's a genuine fear of mine. Oh, that would be I <laughs> because of my promiscuous past. Oh, I can I just interject with a little factoid here that we touched upon in the first episode. Mm. Uh, my eyes have just found the book Starship Troopers down oh, the bottom there, Robert A. Heinlein, or Heinlein. 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 So, so there you go. I, I just wanted to say that because I've seen it. Oh, cool. But yes, um, it's a tricky one because I shouldn't. I can't really talk because I had to get permission to buy Grand Theft Auto from Cat Games, oh. and this is like it might be the first episode we'll talk about this. Mm-hmm. And check it out if you want, guys. Uh, get me lessons up there so it beats the life path. Um, I had to. Uh, they said they wouldn't sell it to us. And I said, oh, well, I'll get me Guardian to, to tell you it's okay over the phone. Mm-hmm. And phoned my brother, who I think was, he probably wasn't, he must he might have been 18 at the time. Mm-hmm. And he said, oh, yeah, it's fine. He's all, it's fine, you can have it. <laughs> it's like, what? Why are you taking his word for it? If you want to hear that anecdote yeah, uh, said in a more natural way, listen to part one. I think it was episode one anyway, when we first talked about it. Mm-hmm. Should we talk about the next message you've received? Yes, please. It's from at Nilo. Hi, oh, hello, Nilo. Frog. How's it going? Just to whet your appetite, here's how David Cage presented a tender love scene in Fahrenheit at Stroke Indigo Prophecy. My cringe alarms blew up when I played this back in the day. And he sent us the link to it uh, on Twitter. So if you want to check that out, you can have a look and Google it yourself. Because I uh, don't know if the producer will have time to share it. But he also said, I know I said in reply, have you seen the mocap sex acting video from The Witcher? Which is highly embarrassing because in that one there there was it made that's what it made us think of when I watched that that mm-hmm. scene Fahrenheit stroke Indigo prophecy. These people, these characters in the games, have got to be acted out by somebody and mm-hmm. have actually got to go through it, and it's just horrendously cringy when you actually watch it because that that video from The Witcher you have the two characters, one of them gets thrown onto a bed and then they kind of crawl backwards and then there's a scene of a woman acting out the voice the voice stuff. Uh, like moaning and stuff and it's just oh but you don't think about it like one thing it's this is a question i'll ask maybe later in the podcast should that stuff even be there in the first place but then you just think oh god they've got to actually produce it it's like uh, is it pornography or is it not and don't answer that yet though because we will come to that okay. question but you think on that ross because i think that's uh an interesting question to talk about but that's all the messages we got in so thank you very much everybody again for getting in touch we really appreciate it we always love reading out your messages they are the backbone of the gonox lair podcast you're all part of the gonox lair team would you agree ross 
I would, yeah. It also fills up content, so thanks. <laughs> I want to get to the point where we're doing nothing. Yeah. All we're doing is reading out your messages. We, we might not even have show. to read it. Like, um, I'm sure, you, is there not some program on the on the computer? I sound like an old man now. <laughs> Can you make a computer talk to your show? Yeah. Alexa, <laughs> read out this email. And that's all we do? Yeah. yeah. Hi, exactly. It's gone Oxlair 2.0, where you just fucking, we just sit back and... Smoking well, cigarettes like John Carpenter. We could just watch, play all of these sexy games and just pleasure ourselves. Oh, God. I promise I'll... I'll yeah, I'm glad. Get them all out of your system because... No, that's sexy. Yeah. I'll get it out of your system, all right. Okay, next up, sexy games. <laughs> games everything about you those sex games ross what's your favorite sex game <laughs> I, don't, I don't have one <laughs> really that's a surprise well um i would say this segment i would say you're gonna there's three distinct categories okay right so there's a game that happens to have sex scene yes or um perhaps it's something like Fable, where you need to, like... Um, well, you don't need to, but you can have a kid in Fable. Yes. And then they have to set about thinking, mm, what, what we're, how we're going to make the act of sex in this game. Like The Sims as well? Yes, that's another one. Mm-hmm. That's what Louise had said. Yeah, mm-hmm. what about The Sims? So you've got that. That's one distinct category. Nice. The one where it's just a game, uh-huh. like Tetris, or like that game that you, you've got a big grid... And you're this little spark or character, uh-huh. and you and you make boxes which clears the gr- the actual grid out, yes. and underneath there'll be a picture. Right. In this case, it'll be a sexy picture. Parrotits. Me and Terry played a lot of <laughs> main main um, games, okay, right. and <laughs> that was definitely a category. And what was interesting with them was there was ones where it was a sexy picture, but for no rhyme or reason. If you were doing bad, and I don't know how, why it clashed you were doing bad, they would change into like an evil picture, oh. like a Cenobite or something from um, Hellraiser or something. Really? Like that. It was very. So you don't weird. get to see the Quim today. Yeah. You see scary pictures. Uh, 
So like, so that's the second category. You know, would you like, see the strip poker games fall into that category? I would well, because no. it's a it's a game. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a it's poker, isn't it? It's a game that exists and they've just sexed it up. Yeah, like a dossier, like we said earlier. Yeah, like a simple game, like something simple. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, if you go back to a really really good angry video game episode, as he talks about like some of the early games on. Um, like I think it was Atari twenty six hundred, uh-huh. you know, Custer's Revenge and oh, Beat yeah, 'em and yeah. Eat and stuff like that. <laughs> and they're like Custer's Revenge, fucking! I remember watching that one. So they're they're the the last category I would believe where it's a game built around sex. Yeah. So it's not just put into like juice sus up like a simple game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like titillation. This is a game built around like sex. Uh-huh. So I would say like them. Them ones that were played them adventure games on the Amiga, mm-hmm. they have sex put into them, so they might be category one. Mm-hmm. So I think each one of the each game that we're going to talk about deals with it in that sort of way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think. No, that's that's perfect. That's a really nice way of, of summarizing it. I like that. Well done, Ross. Thank you. Not to sound condescending at all. That, that you can't help it. But yeah, no, that was that was very uh, a very nice way of introducing the segment. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you did that. Cheers. <laughs> can I can I mention as well? Um, when I was first, when I first played on games uh, on the Commodore sixty four, mm-hmm. there was one or two games I got into trouble because of um, like sex, or what they would class as sex. You got in trouble, like as in you got told off. No, the games got into trouble. Oh, for I it. thought you meant by what well, I got. It, Louise Naughty came boy. in and went. Louise knew us when I was playing on the Commodore sixty four. Oh, I thought you meant this time round. All right. <laughs> what what have I told you before? Yeah. Stop it. Put it away. It'll fall off. One of the I mean Terry mentioned this with Vixen, the game that he, he oh, picked for Vixen. homework years ago, oh, which was Vixen. hilarious. The front cover of the um Your Sinclair with this the woman in a um like a kind of leopard print ah. like bikini. That got into trouble. That's burning in your memory that, isn't it? Yeah, well she was a very Every pretty Every single angle. But another one that I think is very famous amongst like people of my generation was a game called Stormlord, which mm-hmm. was just a it was like um it was like Vixen. Uh-huh. Like the game. But I think it was you had to save fairies in the game mm-hmm. and they were naked. And there was ones in baths and you could see a bit of side boob. <laughs> so um Ooh, side boob. that was like some of the like limited things on the air pit. I never had a 2600 and I never played like Custer's Revenge or anything like mm-hmm. that. But um, the Commodore of actual proper games, because as we're going to lead into the Amiga, the Amiga with its more like, you know, you you didn't just get games that were like proper developed, you know, from big companies. Uh-huh. You could get games that were like um, shareware, PD, right. or you could get games that were just... Well, you didn't really know where they'd come from because copying, I'm afraid, on the Amiga was so prevalent. Yeah. So you would go to some some people that you knew would come up to your house and they would like, I've got these games. It was like swapsies. Yeah. And like because of that, on the when I eventually got my Amiga, that's when I started seeing those like, you know, the sex machine that we've talked about before on the Amiga, where it's like waggle a joystick and like. It's a digitized picture of a woman uh-huh. and a man at it. Yeah. Or they've just or you would see like a very simple digitized picture of like a woman like a sex scene just going. Yeah. 
And that's when I started seeing them sort of things on the Mega and a few games that I had for the Mega sexed it up. So a, a one that I quite remember quite vividly and I've went back to it and God is it bad is called Defenders of the Crown. It's a, um, a cinema software game. They make games where... Um, how can I put this? A lot of the games that they made were like... They were little, like simple little mini games wrapped around a storyline. Right. So they made It Came From The Desert as well. Okay. So in Defenders of the Crown, you're like... You're a lord in Britain. In the 1700s, I think it is. And... Um, you, the aim is to take over the the, the like um, the map, uh-huh. and there's other lords, and uh, basically, you you have one of a few options of what you can do. You can joust, you see, for land, oh. and I never could do that. Joust, yeah. And one of the things you could do is you could raid a different castle, and uh, each castle had a damsel, mm-hmm. a damsel in uh, distress, and when you Raided the castle. You are uh, given a little cutscene of like you getting there and like in silhouette next to the fire, are taking off a gown. Oh wow! And um, just like, and then should be a picture next to your portrait. And I think in the game, bigamy was kind of like uh, fine because right, I think okay. you could have like four of them on the go. Really? But I went back to that game and um, I couldn't do the raiding of the castle anymore because yeah. I didn't know the logic of it anymore. And the game itself is is terrible. Right. Like Defender of the Crown is a bad game. <laughs> but they made it came from the desert as well, which is like a B-movie vibe. Uh-huh. And my mate who was playing it as well, you could dictate when you go to sleep and when you get up. If you get up later, one day a woman knocks at your door who's been in a car accident and a, a, like a, a gown's ripped. And you can kind of have a bit of a relationship. Uh, what game's that in? It came from the desert. Oh, right. I thought, it was, yeah, okay. <laughs> when you said car accident, I was still thinking about uh, Defenders uh, Oh, of yeah. Crown. Defenders of Crown. <laughs> When's this set? Yeah. So that like that was the Mega, And then, obviously, you can talk about the poker games. I mean, they were on the Commodore as well. But, yeah. like, it's just there was loads of them. Like, strip poker games. That's uh-huh. how I learned how to play poker. Uh-huh. You've got to see. I some, bet you did. Mm, let's keep it. Keep it. <laughs> I know. Got to be careful. It's a sex game special after all. Uh-huh. There's a Brad Stallion series as well that was on the Amiga. We played t- mm. two games from. Yeah. So it was Free Spirit's suite of adult sci-fi adventure games featuring the erotic adventures of daring Brad Stallion among- against, amongst others, the nefarious Dr. Dildo. Aye. So you've got Sex Olympics, which we played. That was 1990. Mm-hmm. It was actually an Amiga, Atari SD and DOS. Planet of Lust, mm-hmm. 1989. Bride of the Robot, 1989. Sex Fixings from Space, which we also played in 1988. And Sex and Violence, Volume 1, 1988. Which was just Commodore 64, actually. The Sex and Violence one, uh, I believe, is like three or four games in the invention word sort of thing. Right, okay. And um, it uses titillation to sell an, an already bullshit game. <laughs> you know, like them, Brad Stallion one, there's a pretty good YouTube uh, video of this, there's a lady that I'd never seen uh, produce anything before, but she streams playing for them games, and then she'd done a compilation of like yeah. just discussing what they're like. That's the one you shared with me, yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. the the humor on them games is pretty bawdy. Yep. And um, I mean, the carry on of, of uh, video games, isn't it really? Ah, uh, yeah. Essentially, uh, but you, I mean, you've heard my thoughts on those games in the in the Gone Arcs play. Uh... I mean, 
them sort of games, if you go back to the Elvira, like, um, was it Chris who said in the... Yeah. Like, I'm sure they had a bit of sex in it because, like, Elvira was, like, a host with, like, massive boobies. Yes. Who just, like, that was a thing. Mm-hmm. And, that um, was it. <laughs> yeah. That was, well, that was a selling point. I mean, this was the 80s. Uh-huh. Not as enlightened as well now. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I miss those days. No, I'm only kidding. What about Frank's Adventure? So, uh, I went to Moby Games. Now, I know Simon had uh, says to have a look at that game. He did, yeah. And I, on Moby Games, I looked through a few. Um, so, on Moby Games, we've discussed this before, you can put down a, a theme or, or gender, uh, genre. Mm-hmm. And I put down adult. And uh, there's a few of them, Frank's Adventures. It looks like a lot of them bloody hent. Is it hentai? Hentai, yeah. like, sort of thing. It's like, I think you try. I don't know. <laughs> well, I've never played any of them. And to be honest with you, I'm not a person who's easily shocked. Or like, I I don't have a bat, like, oh, you got a ban that sort of stuff. Oh. But I find it quite interesting that a country that purports, like Japan, to have very low crime rate and stuff, yet their films and some of their games to Westerners, like, morals... Uh-huh. They seem pretty offensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a one where like you can, you can basically feel up a girl on a bloody um, train. All right, okay, that's the game. That's not Frank's Adventure. No, no. But that's like what the game is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, Frank's Adventure, I believe from memory, is a one where you've got to go around photographing or persuading women if it's all right that you can photograph them for like nudie things right sounds good frank you said yeah is it is it a prequel to dead rising <laughs> i don't i don't think so imagine that imagine that was canon he is called frank and he he isn't oh, one of them but i think God. is there not different ones in each one there is i'm pretty sure the first one was frank if not that joke didn't work if it did it was a good joke right yeah. you choose from the two pathways you pick I think it was uh, Simon who also mentioned Lara Croft, where you could do the cheat to make a topless. Isn't that crazy that um, <laughs> they programmed that? That that no, that she was classed as a sex symbol. Like, yeah. I remember her being on the front of Wire, or or like there was this magazine my sister got that was like um, alternative, like um, like fashion and music and stuff, and she was a symbol. Yeah. Of empowerment for women. It was weird. And like, look at them now. Like, the the graphics. I know. 3D is dated badly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely horrendous. Triangle, pointy uh, breasts that they gave her. I mean, Duke Nukem. Oh, yes. You went in a strip joint in the original... Well, the um the 3D version of Duke Nukem. Uh-huh. And you could, like, pay for them. Mm-hmm. And that god-awful... You know, the how the... Duke Nukem... Free, Forever. Was that what it was called? Yeah, forever. Yeah, you can put your knob into like a um, there's a glory hole. Oh, no, and he bangs on it and goes, Yeah, but from that game, what's weird is there's a bit in that game, and you got an achievement for this where you go in the toilet and you pick a turd out of the toilet. Now, I have to say, a man that does stuff like that is probably mentally <laughs> like handicapped or something, <laughs> isn't he? Yeah. Why did you pick the, like what was the achievement called? Can you remember? I, I can't remember. It just burned into my psyche is him holding it in his hand and saying some one liner and I'm thinking, so Are you weird. fucking kidding me? 
So you played through that game then? I did. Oh, and you know, I've, I've said before on the podcast, one of the most shocking things about it was the um, the load times. Yeah. You fought this, there was this boss who had, I think she had three breasts. She was an alien. Of course she did. And he said something distasteful before you fought her. Did she make you wish you had three hands? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> something like that. Nice callback to, that's total recall. Isn't it? it again, yeah. I can't remember what he said to her. And um, I remember it being quite a difficult boss battle. Uh-huh. And every time I died... Distracting. The, <laughs> I suppose the sex and... Um, I've only ever played the first um, South Park game. But oh, there's right, some yeah. sexy and very inappropriate... Like, you, you're actually in a man's... Oh, God, yes, at one point, right, aren't you're you? crawling through it and you see uh, Limmy Winks and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Fucking hell. Ye God. Uh, um, Leisure Suit Larry? Yes, I, I mean, I should have probably mentioned them during the Amiga when we were talking about that. I, I've never really played any of them, but I've always said that I don't really like point and clicks. Uh-huh. So, I remember playing Leisure Suit Larry and feeling very, very naughty knowing that we shouldn't be playing it on... I mentioned it before, you know, Kai, his dad built a PC, like, you know, we played Doom on it and stuff, uh-huh. and somehow got hold of a copy of Leisure Suit Larry. And I, I remember very, very early bit of the game. Uh, I can't remember exactly what we were doing, but I do remember playing it and, and thinking, oh, God, we should not be playing this game. It's so, so rude. Uh, yeah. But did you So did you say you didn't play it? I've never played any Leisure Suit Larry's for no. the reason being that I don't like point and clicks. Mm-hmm. And I've heard they're not even very good point and clicks. No. It's one of those ones that it's, again, burning your memory of, Things like uh, Nightmare on Elm Street and stuff. If you saw that when you were that age, like you shouldn't, you know, you shouldn't have watched mm-hmm. it. It's dead, dead bad. Or like The Exodus or something like that. There was like, a yeah, that happened to me with that, The Exodus. Yeah, those those sexy games or ones where you just think, fucking hell, we shouldn't be playing this or we shouldn't see this. You were aware of the censorship and stuff, mm-hmm. but you didn't really understand why. You just knew that you shouldn't see it. And if anything, that builds it up. Like for years, when we've talked about it before, Clockwork Orange was banned, mm-hmm. and that. Immediately, I started thinking of the reasons why it was banned, and then when I actually saw it, I was like, "It was." I found out it wasn't banned because uh, of the content. It was banned. It was. Um, it was Kubrick, Kubrick himself. Was, yeah. yeah, but then yeah. I mean, I went through a period of my life where I was watching a lot of banned horror films. I've discussed in the earlier episode with that, like the nineties was mm-hmm. a bad time for censorship. Mm-hmm. I was reading a lot of horror magazines. That's why I burnt myself on out on horror. Uh-huh. I was watching like. Terry's brother got, uh, he subscribed to some gaming magazine and he could choose what your free gift was. Uh-huh. And he, he chose uh, Akira and he watched Akira and he was just blown away by it. And then that's why he started getting loads and loads of anime. Mm-hmm. And he'd, he, he met up, like, friendships grew, you know, and he knew this lad who was selling loads of horrors, mm-hmm. banned horror films. The lad, George, he was called, was really canny. He said to me, he said, look, if you don't like them, I'm selling them for the the copies you see. Mm-hmm. Look, I'm selling them so cheap that it's a videotape. If you don't, so I remember buying all this stuff and it lying in my room, and I would pick a one at random and pop it in. So that a period in my life when I must have been about nineteen, twenty, I went through all these like horrors, like mm-hmm. really bad. I mean, I seen Cannibal Ferox, um, the Burning. Which has got George Costanza in it really? in an early role. I am. Um, what else did I see? I, I saw like shit loads of these these horrors. 
Mm-hmm. It made me think. After a while, I realised that a lot of this stuff's pretty shit. Yeah. Uh, and then I started like that's why I can't, I can't be asked to horrors now. No. Gory horrors and stuff. I've just got no time for it all because it just doesn't do anything for us. It's more like psychological horrors and sort of ghost stuff that. I actually, I've spinned the other way. Yeah. But I don't mean it's like that torture porn stuff, as people say. Stuff mm. like um, saw and stuff mm. like that. I cannot be asked with them, but then I cannot be asked with the Annabelles of the world and stuff uh, like that. And mm. I'm sorry, I just don't get away with like stuff like the Conjuring yeah. and stuff like that. It's all just hokum. I like, I like for a little period of time, I like splatter movies like. Peter Jackson's first two movies. Oh yeah. Um, George Romero's movies, uh, Evil Dead. Mm-hmm. You know stuff like that. That's what I liked. Reanimator. Yeah. yeah. Return of the Living Dead. Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But um, I think it's fascinating though, like that sex and rape during that time period was the biggest no-no ever. Yeah. So like, if you looked at stuff like um. Straw Dogs, which is a Sam Peckinpah movie. In that, they were going on about all this point where she she gets raped, but she looks like... There's a look where people are saying she looks like she's enjoying it. And oh, because okay. of that, it caused loads of problems. Uh-huh. This goes back into what we're discussing now, how like it's the, almost one of the last taboos to put into computer games. Uh-huh. We're getting games now where you can torture someone. Mm. But sex is something where it's... There's not that many games that put it in. Mm-hmm. And when they do, it borders on embarrassing, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, another game, just a little throwaway on. Recently, I finished Another World on the... Um, it was it was on the PlayStation. It was like... Um, a remake. Or uh, yeah, a remastered yeah. thing. Anniversary edition or something. Yeah. yeah. And I played that on the Amiga. And that, that got ported to the SNES. And the SNES has a, you know... The the SNES is the console where they weren't allowed gore oh, in in um sweat instead of blood and stuff. Yeah, like and there's a bit where you find you la- you find yourself in a um like a kind of sauna, and the aliens look like they've got sort of breasts, mm-hmm. and that got completely changed for the SNES version. Really? Yeah, and it's just one scene. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember I'm just scattering across things. Yeah, of course. The the fable thing. Yeah, the third one where you do decide uh, when you want to do the act. Mm-hmm. It, I think the screen goes black, but it has this horrible like bawdy type of like, oh, that's big, isn't it? Or oh. do you want to polish that and stuff like that oh, sort of shit. <laughs> um, I would say DMC, The Devil May Cry, um, standalone product where you got emo sized. Oh, yes. I where agree. no one really seemed to like it, but I thought it was a pretty good game. There was a horrible sex scene where two demons were having it off. I mean, that sounds... Demon dick again. Demon dick, aye. Um, we've talked about the Mass Effect and Dragon Age Origin type of thing. The the Witch as well, yeah. where it's part of the storyline, I guess. Um, God of War, we've talked about. I think that's pretty much what all I've really experienced in... In, in game, and I don't know yeah. about yourself. No, I mean, uh, the ones, but yeah, I mean, I've I've talked about the ones I remember from from the past, like you said at the start with the different categories. Mm-hmm. So you've got, as you said, 
the ones that just happen to have a, a scene in it that's got uh, sex in it if it's there to progress the game or for yeah. whatever reason. And then you've got the normal games that have got a sexy element, like the strip poker and stuff. Yeah. But then you've got the ones that are the purpose of the game is to titillate or arouse. I would I would argue Leisure Suit Larry is a, a very good example of that because as I said, yeah. I've been told that they're not very good point and click adventures. Yeah. So why would why are people talking about them games still? Mm. Because they push the envelope a bit with yeah. the sex and boardiness of them. Mm. It's an interesting interesting topic, and there's, there's, I'm sure there's a multitude of different examples that we haven't mentioned. Do get in touch if you want to mention mm-hmm. any more, though. Uh, you know how to. I'm not going to say it again. I'm not going to say it twice in one episode. Yeah, good. Fuck that shit. Nowadays, with a culture of zero hours contracts and casual work, I'm somewhat reduced to finding work wherever I can find it. It's disgusting in here, like. He's right, they are everywhere. No. Luckily. I was a crack shot as a kid. Oh, absolutely minging. Come here. There you go. Go on, big man. I'll take you and all. Yeah, so, nice little job, like 30 quid. There's two. He said if you pull in. More than a dozen rats would be a bonus. Come on. That's it. Right in the back of the head. Oh. Didn't feel a thing. So. Oh, that's it. There you go. Get out, you clown. That's it, isn't it? Okay. Slow one. Not going about. The elusive last rat. It's alright this place, bro. I wouldn't come for a drink in here. No. Come on. No. I can't see any. Smile, you son of a bitch. Alright, come on, that's it, last man. There you go, any more for any more? Thank you lot. Hi, nice little learner oh, this like. Thanks, mister. Take no this. bother, man. Oh, yeah, that's all right. Check his mate, just tell us next time. So we talked about gaming, talk about cinema, mm-hmm. sex scenes. Mm-hmm. What what's your like standout scenes in, in 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 mainstream movies? I don't want you to tell us about your favourite scene in a porn that you once liked (laughs) (laughs) what scene have i got the most miles out of (laughs) Mm, one one uh, scene that really stuck with me 
well, many sex scenes stuck with me, but I'll, I'll just choose one. Otherwise, it could go on. Yeah. You know. Well, you can fire a few out. <laughs> That's exactly what oh, I did. Dear Lord. <laughs> so, <laughs> one of my favourites, though, for many reasons mm-hmm. that I will go into in great detail now. Have you ever seen Enemy at the Gates? Oh, yes, the sniper movie. Yes. with Good movie. Mm, uh, what's his name? Got Jude Law. Aye. Got Rachel Weiss. Mm-hmm. And the body man Sam Harris is it? Is it? Or is it Fines? Ralph Ralph, oh, Ralph yeah. Fines? Um or Rafe Fines, whatever he's called. But there's a scene. Now that's set in World War Two in Russia. Stalingrad, isn't yeah. it? Mm-hmm. So it's like I'm pretty sure there's a scene in that where you they're handing out guns and one person gets a gun, the next person gets some ammo. Yes. And when that and when person falls, dies and drops, him. you pick up the gun. So it's really gritty and mm-hmm. like kind of fucking terrifying. But yeah, it's all the ideas about the sniper and stuff. But there's also a relationship between Jude Law and uh, Rachel Weiss that develops. Mm-hmm. Now, I am not ashamed to say heavily attracted, heavily attracted. Heavily attracted. To... <laughs> heavily attracted. <laughs> Seriously attracted to Rachel Weiss. Uh-huh. I think she's uh, wonderful. Great actress well, as you're well. heavily attracted. Yeah. Heavily attracted to her. Um, and there's a scene in that where they make love. I remember that scene, yeah. And they're in, they're in amongst it mm-hmm. with other people. There's like wounded soldiers and there's other soldiers just asleep. Mm-hmm. And they, um, whew, I'm getting just a little bit, just thinking about it. Uh, they have sex next to all of this stuff going on and it's really, it's dirty. <laughs> oh, it is. It's dirty and grimy because yeah. obviously it's in the midst of war. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm having trouble making eye contact with you at the moment, Ross. Good. Uh, I'm relieved um, of that. You will be relieved when I get to the climax of this story. But yet that scene in particular really stuck with us for a long time. It's it's just... Uh, I don't know. I don't know what it is about it, but yeah, that's my that's the one I would I'll choose. tell you, just with that scene, having a, a bit of a different experience to the one you've, you've just... Went into too much detail. I feel. <laughs> I feel. I watched that movie with my parents. Oh god! And I, like sometimes when you're watching a movie, you're like, "Is there going to be a sex scene in this? Oh, god, like, what am I going to do? Yeah, I'm going to have to go. But if I go out, if I leave the room, they're going to think that I'm doing something. I'd go make a cup of tea. I can't be want to make a cup of tea. Yeah, because Louise went to see uh, the Wolf of Wall Street with oh, her yeah. mom in that bit where Margot Robbie opens her legs and the, the teddy bears. Ah, uh, well, a bit where there's a sex. Oh, I, I mean, maybe some, maybe some a bit of a prude. Maybe I just, you are. Uh, maybe you'd, I'll find tell it you what, I've got loads of porn on a hard drive. I sent it to you. What's all that? <laughs> and that's some of that stuff. Jesus. Some of that, it's not even sure if it's legal. It is legal and it doesn't exist. Uh, more, more to the point. Yeah, it, <laughs> it was just a, a joke. I just stream everything off the dark web. I, I, do, yeah. I mean, I don't. What's your chosen sex scene? I just mentioned the one Craig had said. Oh, God. So, oh, no. He was <laughs> no. just laughing at the one in Showgirls where yeah. they're in this, the pool. Do you remember that? In uh, Showgirls, right? No. I remember Wild Things in the pool. That was a, a sexual awakening for me. Well, the, the sex <laughs> scene in uh, Showgirls is she's in the pool and the way she's like riding them yeah. is just so ridiculous it's you've, you've got to be careful because you can't get water too much water in there because mm. it causes a real let's problem let's just keep this light uh, what about a more comedic sex scene uh, Blue Velvet with put on the name? mask and dance go, for daddy mommy like that yeah that's a bit fucked up isn't it a bit yeah. aye 
There's a bit in a Michael Haneke movie, I think it's called The Piano Teacher, where this prim and proper teacher goes to these porn um, like shops mm-hmm. and she goes and visits the booth. Mm-hmm. And what she does is uh, she gets the rag that's out in the bin in the booth out of the bin yep. and smells it while she's pleasuring herself. Wow. What about <laughs> <laughs> what about Silence of the Lambs when he's oh, Spider Spider Man's that right in the face? <laughs> right, that's enough of this. Well, I would say basic <laughs> basic instinct is a one that when I was younger was like quite. It seemed so hardcore, yeah. like that in a body of evidence with Madge Madonna in. All right, yeah, and I was like, wow, this is amazing. <laughs> My voice was just breaking at yeah. that point. We could talk about that for a long time. Yeah, it's probably really? distasteful for... Sorry, listeners. Actually, no. W- w- one one more. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'll keep that one for myself. Okay. Right, we're getting towards the end of this sexy marathon. Yeah. We did have a couple of submissions of ideas of sexy games from El Chapo. Right. So I'll, I'll, I'll just tell you about these. One of them was just a screenshot of a fake game that someone had created, and it was a, a, a shot of the controls for the game. Mm-hmm. The game was Brokeback Mountain, mm-hmm. so you can imagine. Now, here's some of the controls. You've got uh, one of the buttons was for shoot. One was for roundhouse kick, which is funny in itself, really. Uh, mount horse was another button. Uh-huh. And then R1 was stare moodily into the distance, as you would in that, in that film. And then you just went in hard, literally. Square was for rim. A circle, cock, X, arse. And the stick buttons were for Bacardi Breezer, stroke, tell your wife. Oh my god. <laughs> Offensive and hilarious. Now, she also sent a link to a website... It had some of these, you mentioned hentai games before. Aye. I think this is more that, it's like a modern way of doing these dirty sex games, which are literally just make it as sexy as possible mm. for someone to uh, have a Tommy Tang to, right? Tommy Tang? Uh, this, <laughs> this website was called sexyfuckgames.com. Right. That's in case anyone wants to play along at home. Sexyfuckgames.com. Sexyfuckgames.com. All right. I won't dwell too much on them, except just to share a couple of the descriptions, because yeah. they're fucking amazing. And this is rude, this bit, listener. So if you are listening with any of your family that you don't want to hear this, well, turn it up to 10. Didn't they used to put the purple triangle on? Purple. What colour was it? The triangle on when it was on Channel 4 and and something was going to be a bit... Oh, right. Like like that little sort of barcode thing in the top right for when there's an advert coming up. I can vaguely remember it was when it was something going to be quite offensive. I'm just... Mom, I'm, I'm probably going to have an early night. Oh, yeah. Come upstairs. Yeah, and I've got a bad cold. <laughs> oh, the tissues. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh, the tissues. Sniff them. So, first game, number one. Dirty Uno. Right. This is good. This is going to be really bad, this. I know. This is really bad. Really When's thing? he going to shut up talking about games <laughs> so I can get onto this bit? Okay, so here's a description of Dirty Uno. This is, I hope this is going to be reminiscent of Vixen. Okay. You are a living soul trapped in a teddy bear's body. 
while waiting for your owner to get you, you recall some memories about her. <laughs> you saw... Oh, this is bad, this. You saw her licking a shemale's ass while he was sucking his own dick. After that, you also saw her rubbing her friend's pussy and tits. This is... I think this is overstepping some line. I don't know. It's got. It's marked as explicit. Number two. Alistair in Cumberland. <laughs> An Alice in Wonderland parody. No. <laughs> Where you play Alistair. Or Alistair. You end up in a bizarre place called Cumberland. Mm-hmm. While trying to figure out how to escape, you fuck the local girls there. You fuck them in their pussies while their big tits bounce around. It's one of those kind of games where you get to fuck them hard and enjoy big bouncy tits. What's That's the actually ga- what it says. I didn't write that. That's what it says. What's the game like? What is it? Well, I've just explained it. No, like, what are the mechanics? Like, what do you do? Like, well, square rim. Oh, is that? All right. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to know anymore. I'm not asking any more questions. This okay. Just you sit back, relax, and enjoy. Yeah, I'll just close my eyes and hope this is going to finish. Three? Zone three or five? Cowgirls. <sighs> this is one sexy cowgirl with really huge tits. You decide how big her tits are and get to make them bigger if you want. You also have the option to suck her nipples and plant your face between her tits for some motorboating. You then proceed to titty fuck her huge tits and you come into her tits and face into her tits and face. Right, thanks for... You, you know the you know them uh, RPGs? Are they called Dragon... Dragon Quest, is it, or something? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sh- the, they've been going for years. Yeah, I've got one, actually, on the... Um, the, the, the what's it called, man? The DS? DS, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got one on the DS. I think it's I've them. Got that sort of stuff, like... <laughs> There's... Oh, uh, this is a vague memory. I'm sure, like, one of the problems with it was in the towns they talk about this particular act, mm-hmm. and it's meant to be. What do you call it when you put your face and there's some boobs in the motorboating? Re- yeah, it's yeah. meant to be that. Really? Supposedly, but I, I, yeah. Wow. Okay, I did say those five games. What this for? But there is a fifth note here for us to read out. So fourth game, final game. Where's the milk two? The Return of Mrs. Megamounds. Yeah, save the best to last. Yes. Mrs. Megamounds, a woman with huge tits, is looking for a job. That's handy. (laughs) She's called that. And she happens to have huge boobs. Because it would be quite embarrassing if she didn't have huge boobs. And she was called Megamound. A woman with discreet, tiny titties. Your bakery needs an assistant. And after seeing her tits, you hire her. At first... At first, she squeezes out her milk from her titties all over your customers. She's so hot, you decide to titty-fuck her while she sucks your dick, and you come over <laughs> her face and tits. So it's really much the same as cowgirls, really. She doesn't really get much out of it, though. Out of that. What? Well, it's, that's that's speaking from the... No. I was going to say that's speaking from the perspective of someone who's never had their tits sucked. Uh, ah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> or titty-fucked. Well, that was rude. That was really rude. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking this episode shouldn't actually be released. See the light of day. Yeah. <laughs> One thing about those, all of those games, you do actually get the chance to click a thumb up or down at the end of playing the game. Mm-hmm. And that's to decide if it was sexy or not sexy. Right, yeah. So there you go. I would imagine that the thumb up is sexy because thumbs up usually are quite sexy, aren't they? Oh, dear. Depending on where they're thumbing up. There you go, Ross. That's... That's all I want to say about that. Are you happy for us to leave it there? Oh, definitely, yeah. Thanks. Thanks for persevering.
Okay, that's it. We're all wrapped up, as you always should be prior to. (laughs) (laughs) Except to ask a couple of questions, or just a question, in fact. So, sexual imagery in games and indeed movies. Mm -hmm. Is it necessary? Is it essentially pornography? Should it be explicit or merely suggested? What do you think? That's a difficult question because I do find... It's strange, I do find it a little bit embarrassing, like, mm-hmm. on occasions. Uh-huh. And sometimes it's cringeworthy. Absolutely. I don't... I don't... I can't remember seeing a film or game, of course, where recently, anyway, I mean, this is this is before particularly important uh, technological advent. Right. <laughs> so... Since the internet came along, yeah, and you have access to whatever you want to see, mm-hmm. essentially, not that I would look. I feel like sex, explicit sex in movies and games, is just entirely redundant. I think, and I said this to you before, after we recorded the Gonox player, and this isn't speaking to someone who was a prude. I might sound like a bit of a prude, but I think all you really need to do, because we're all adults, we all know, we all know what happens mm-hmm. in a film or a game, is make a suggestion of it. So. It could be as, as subtle as just a look between two characters. Mm-hmm. And you know what they're going to do. You know what's going to happen. Showing it. And, and in fact, just putting the actors and actresses through it. Having to do it. Because I don't, I can't imagine any actor or actress would actually look forward to doing a sex scene in a film or a, or a, a game. A, a movie. Well, in fact, a game for mocap and stuff. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine it's, it's any of them would ever look forward to doing it. Because... It's a means to an end. You're not actually going to get the pleasure point, the part of it of actually having the sex, having the sex is that's what I refer to it as. Right. Shall we have the sex? So what's the point? What what's in it for them? Yeah. Unless your fetish is to to almost have sex. I guess <laughs> get so, off on, on just not having sex. Some movies and stuff like it's about like um, the intensity of like a relationship, and uh-huh. it might be wanting to portray like how unorthodox like. The relationship, the sexes, or uh-huh. something, and because I mean, you talked about Blue Velvet, you know, there's some scenes in that that stick with you, yeah, because mm-hmm. they're like really crazy. Yeah, you're right. You write stuff like that where it is more, I suppose, not fetishy, but where it is more integral to the plot line because uh-huh. that is integral to the plot line. But when it's just like a, a rom com or something like that, or a romantic movie. The only reason it's there is to titillate and to entertain people. Like it, it is. It's just gratuitous, really. Aye. And I know that's the point of that word. It's a very definition of it, but it it just feels unnecessary to show too much, in my opinion. I don't know. And what? But the thing is, is also like it's pretty. It's been. It hasn't been an even spread, has it? Like mm-hmm. with women. It, as a man, you can watch like. A sexy movie, mm-hmm. like not pornography, mm-hmm. a sexy movie, and you you know you see certain parts of a woman's body. Mm-hmm. With men, like you don't see the same sort of thing, do you? So, you, as in, you watch, uh, what's that one with Demi Moore where she was a stripper? Oh, uh, Disclosure is that? No, there was a, there was there was uh, Showgirls, and this one came out. Was it called striptease or something like that? Oh, Maybe. possibly, yeah. They came out around about the same time. Where she's supposed to rape some like man. Is that the one? Uh, oh, I don't know. I've never seen it. Because I've got no real intention of watching that because it just looks a bit shit. Mm-hmm. But it, it should, like... Maybe you should, under some sort of 
thing where they change a name and you're kind of what's it what's that called where the police witness protection something like that maybe I don't know but she like there was a massive thing made about that because she was obviously dancing around like a stripper alright so films like that you see the boobies more often than not you see the boobies later movies you might have a, a hint of quim um, but it's usually <laughs> because the the censorship rules change really so you could show a little bit more so you could show sort of pubic hair and stuff but you couldn't show an open vagina for example but you, you could always see boobies going back as far as you like like under siege she jumps out the cake and she, her boobies are out but what's the equivalent magic mic so would a woman get uh, turned on as much seeing a, an exposed chest of Channon Tatum mm. as a man would seeing breasts regardless of whether you think breasts should be an object uh, an object should be seen as sexual <laughs> objects or not that's another conversation for another time but men, more often than not, and some women, are turned on by breasts. But I wouldn't say you're going to get the same amount of titillation from a bare man's chest. Mm-hmm. So the equivalent usually is the peenie. And you don't see the peenie. Very rarely you see the peenie. Or well, if you do, he's he's not standing to attention because that's illegal. Yes, sir. Now, Isn't that, it used to be, when I was growing up, that's why pornography in this country sucks so much because you weren't sucks. allowed to see erect knobs. And I want to make it very clear, not that I really care, but I'm not really that bothered about watching erect knobs, uh-huh. but it's what they interact with that I, I find interesting. And because you weren't allowed to have that, then porn... Do you remember they used to just block out? You might not because you, 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 um, you're younger than me, but they used to, they used to block out. Like in magazines? Yeah. I've seen... um, Because I'm conflicted because all of my favourite parts in porn, not that I watch any porn, always involves an erect penis. Yeah. Pretty much every... All of my top top ten favourite bits in porn (laughs) involves a penis. Please, please, I I beg of you, do not tell me them now. (laughs) Or ever. So, I remember seeing porn where the... Like the lady would do things with a, a dirty mouth to to the man, but it was through, like through through their underpants and stuff like that. And then you would. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe I'm sitting. You know the ramifications of this fucking I'm, podcast. I've never watched. It's porn. just hit me. Someone gave, I've never watched. Someone one. gave us a VHS and uh, a VHS tape, and I was watching it, and I was like, "Oh yeah, it's getting good." And then it was a bit of that, oh, she's starting she's through the underpants. Oh, I wonder what that feels like. Oh, she's starting like that. Brilliant. And then it would, uh, and then you would just see it would be like a profile shot of her mouth. And I was like, why is the cameraman, why is he just right? Okay, you concentrate on her mouth. Okay, can you move it across? But why is he not showing anything? And that'll be why I never realized that it was against the law to, to show the actual pen. The penis. I and then, but then it, it, the it suddenly became all right, and it was it's like everywhere. And the pillars of society fell down. Ooh. They didn't, by the way, listen. And then something else that I never watched uh, as I was growing up even further um, on television X and stuff like that that I never watched. Uh, that had that was <laughs> had the similar stuff where the, the they weren't allowed to show stuff like that, uh-huh. but I never saw it, so I wouldn't know. But yeah. Well, do you remember the act of anal sex? <laughs> Do I remember it? <laughs> was was meant to be illegal. Yeah. Right? Buggery. So, like, obviously they couldn't show that on screen. Mm-hmm. 
Different times, and I, I, you know, I do. Reg- I regret a lot in my life, and one of the things I regret is this fucking podcast and this whole conversation. Oh, so God. I'm going to directly listen, speak directly to anyone who's actually stuck with it, and don't make a pun out of that. I apologise, and you well, was your idea. And if anything, though, the relief is, and don't say anything about that either. The relief is, it's almost finished, and we won't talk about this ever again. Now that is almost exactly what one of my or most of my previous lovers how they would have summed it up the relief is it's almost over so have you got any part and words of warning ross before we finish this episode no like i've just apart from don't listen to this yeah like this is just this is every podcast must have an episode they're particularly embarrassed about and i think this is the one for us no i'm quite proud of this weirdly Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I <laughs> creepy guy. So next month, I teased it earlier on, right? And this leads on very, very nicely and not inappropriate at all. But I'm thinking maybe a Mother's Day special. Oh <laughs> gosh! <laughs> and what we can do is a little twist: is we could just play solely uh, mummy games. That'd be quite funny. Oh my it? god! So that was inspired by Retro Mikey. So thanks, Retro Mikey. But it, it, seriously, anything you want to say about how long it's been since the last episode? Or... Nah. Okay. <laughs> Do you want to say goodbye? I'll say goodbye. Goodbye. To... I'm sorry, I talked over that just to make another daft joke about Do you want to deposit no. goodbye? <laughs> Jesus. I don't know. So do you want to say goodbye again? I'll not talk over it. Mm, will you, though? <laughs> <laughs> well, goodbye, listeners. Wow. all I've got to say. Wow. Yeah, yeah, me too. Goodbye. Thank you very much for joining us. For if you have, if you've been all here all the way through, uh, yeah, we really appreciate it. Get in touch as always. You know how to. But ultimately, what I'd like to say. Is... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> apologies. Apologies on behalf of Ross. But also, thank you very much for listening to. God. <laughs> Silence for
each that's, other. Isn't that's it? your uh, your version of the shoot a flare in the sky joke. <laughs> Is it? I'll I'll stop it then. No, please. Keep well, going. I did say that. Oh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, yeah. I I kept mm-hmm. going with it, but you. Yeah. I like it. Don't I, stop I it. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, he's misunderstood what I meant. Oh, His date's going terribly. Sitting around. <laughs> I wish I'd never said that. <laughs> I'd turn back time somehow, please.